Hi, everybody. Some ways to stay in touch with us is through Untapped and Twitter as Craft Beer Comics, and Instagram and Facebook as Craft Beer and Comics. If you want to support us financially, head on over to patreon.com slash craftbeerandcomics and check out all the levels of support and the perks. Now enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Chad Terry, and I'm the consumer. My name is Jason Smith. I am assistant manager here at Astro Zombies. Hello, my name is Chris Losek. I also am a manager, also here at also Astro, also Zombies. <laughs> and I am Patrick. I'm also, also, also a consumer, um, and I work for Bosque Brewing. Yeah, delicious. And we'd like to welcome you to Craft Beer and Comics, a podcast. ASMR triggers. A little bit there. Yeah, How is it? Sorry to, about that. Some of you guys can do it without making a mess. Every time I put Practice, a knife, I guess. I don't know. into the side of the can, it just starts spraying everywhere. I just have to put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wolverine, knock it off. So, <laughs> oh, this is a sour. Surely he's. You didn't warn me. I didn't warn you. No. I got it. It says sour. I on mean the, the can. label. <laughs> I didn't look. That's why it's. That's why it's called. Uh, Mango dynamite. Dynamite. A juicy kettle sour. Yeah. Is there a uh, difference between a kettle sour yeah, bro. and another kind other kinds of sours? Well, well it's sure. the kettle. Oh, what, I it's am made. not the brewer, so I don't have an answer for you on that one. Aren't you the right. beer expert? So, fruit and I, 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 I cart beer around a lot. <laughs> you do it very well. And sometimes you mess up and yep. sometimes that's mm-hmm. good for people who yeah. know you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, nothing. Um, so I do believe, though, that uh, the term kettle sour does come from the fact that uh, while uh, during the brewing process, uh, the wort moves into the kettle at a certain point, right? And so at Which that is such point, such an unfortunate name for having to wart. do. You don't like warts? That's your thing that you consume. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, at that point, at least uh, over at Bosky, we allow the wart to sit in the kettle overnight with the lactobacillus, uh, which is the, uh, the, the <laughs> sounds like a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> really close. Um, <clears throat> which is a bacteria that, uh, that told you villain sours the beer. And, uh, and so therefore kettle sour, cause it sat in the kettle overnight with getting the, sour, getting sour, getting gotcha. all saucy. They discovered this getting because sour. some dude forgot to empty the Probably. thing. And the right. next morning there was like, Probably. Oh crap. Like, Oh yeah. no, <laughs> I'll drink this. Hey, Hey, that's not <laughs> bad. I better tell the bosses that I made a new kind of beer. Right. Did it on as opposed purpose. to screw yeah. this up. Yeah. Let's see if I can do it again. Instead, right? of, then, instead yeah. of making an accident, <laughs> I'm an, I'm a I made an innovation. Yeah. That's right. Yes. So uh so we're doing a little, little different this uh this episode. Um I went ahead and just grabbed some beer uh from Steelbender Brew Yard. This is the Mango Dynamite. Uh as you heard us talking about it is a kettle sour. Um Steelbender Steelbender is one of my go-tos. Uh, they seem to make pretty good beers across the board. They do. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, let's get us something new, go in there. And then at the last minute, I was like, wait a minute. I know somebody that could that could fill in. And, yeah. And, and and I was totally pumped. And, and uh, when, when, you, when you asked, I asked whether or not I ought to bring beer with me. Um, and you said that you had already picked something up and, and, you know, we're in this like really weird COVID time. And so I think like supporting local and, and kind of, uh, spreading the news about all of our good friends in the brewing industry is, is a good thing. Um, Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Steelbender has been doing this dynamite series, uh, for a little bit now. 
Uh, sometime during the summer, I was able to taste, I want to say it was a blackberry or a raspberry version that they had done. And, and it was gorgeous. It was it was really good. Just uh, uh, Are all the dynamite sours? They are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So, so Named hats off to them. Explosion in your mouth, I right, guess. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. The way, like the back of your back, yep. you know, cheekbones goes no. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> yes, 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 no, yes, no, no, yes. So, um, this might be my first Steelbender beer. I th- well, I'm trying to think if I've had something else, but I've had a, a stout before, and oh, yeah? their IPA I've had a few times. Mm-hmm. I should try their stout. Uh, yeah, still need to try stouts. Um, you're out in the Rio Rancho area, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so if you bomb straight down Paseo and then get off at that Second Street exit, you're okay. right there at at Steel Vendor. Okay, yeah, that's totally like not. Right. Out yeah, of it's my a way, quick, easy style. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna say I I like this beer a lot because generally I I tend to like my sours to be a little bit more mild and less. Mm-hmm sour mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i think this one checks that box for me it's it uh it goes down pretty easy yeah it's actually yeah. super tasty so steel bender it's that one just south of paseo on second street the mm-hmm. big one yeah, yeah. okay yeah. 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 exactly i drive by there often i just always yeah. go huh, yeah They've that got... place is packed yeah <laughs> yeah with a nice little patio right there right by the yeah. irrigation ditch we were gonna mm-hmm. yep. Yep. when i picked it up i was gonna get something to eat but it was a 45 minute wait for the patio because you know, obviously, you can't have anybody inside. But right. uh, I was like, mm. just you're like, am I that hungry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody's going outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I today mean, was included, fantastic was weather. It was right? so. Yeah, yeah at, at, uh, I work out at the Bernalillo location for Bosque, and and our patio was packed the entire entire afternoon. So, yeah, it's I it's great. I was inside I a comic book store all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you looked outside. You're like. Yeah. Looks nice. Looks nice. <laughs> I don't think I really looked outside that much. <laughs> it was kind of a busier day. We had it was some a busy day. We had some slow moments, but it was a good one. Turned turned out to be a good day. <clears throat> good. I started that project. What at like one? I, oh, the, I'm, doing I'm the, all of uh, you the know, special orders. Yeah, a tenth of it <laughs> through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I literally am like a page into it. It's just that busy. That's all right. You know? Yeah, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, it's good. We need it. However long we can stretch out this holiday business is good, you know? No doubt. Yes. Because uh, January and February are notoriously slow for retail. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's going to be super cold outside, too. So It was supposed to be cold all week. And then I, when I went out the front door this morning, I was like, it's not bad. This isn't bad. This is pretty nice. It was pretty cold mm-hmm. when I left the house today. Like, it was the first time all year I've had to scrape frost off my windshield. So. I also had to scrape frost off my windshield. Yep. yep. And I was trying to get here quick so I could do the mail order. And I was like, of course, this is the morning I have frost on my windshield. <laughs> I was doing great on my time, mm. getting here on time. Ambulance. And the frost completely threw a wrench in my Oh, mind. really? I mean, I got here in time, but yeah. I didn't get here early like I planned. Yeah. 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 I've spent three whole minutes scraping my windshield. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh... Just a kind of a last couple last couple notes about the mango dynamite, and then I'd want to move on to Bosky actually. But sure. uh, it's got this this thing on the can, on the side of the can. It just says a burst of the tropics, tart and juicy flavor with every sip, a sassy mango punch that will leave you reeling, and a smooth creamy mouthfeel that will catapult you straight to that warm and sandy beach. Take that, old man, winter kapow kapow kapow. Um, 
my initial thoughts are yeah i mean that it really does describe it very well it's it is smooth and creamy even for a sour which mm-hmm. i'm not generally i don't lean towards sours which is weird that i picked it up but we just i want to try and make sure we have different pi- representation different of different types yeah. right exactly so and well, i I'm rather enjoying it, honestly. I don't mind it yeah. at all. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion that whoever is designing labels for Steelbender is a comic maybe book fan? a comic book fan. <laughs> That's why I'm like, <laughs> right. hey guys, right. just hey. so you know, we want you on the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We'd love yeah, to have no you. Doubt. And and they really do make great beer, so they'd, it'd be fun to talk to them and and get to get to know what they're <laughs> what like, they're up to over there. Like, yeah. can you sponsor us? And then can you can you send the guy who designs your labels? <laughs> <laughs> right. Send him right. over. Well, I mean, that's no different than with Bosky, how we, we, we like tried to get Pat in here, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were like, yeah, hey, this guy subscribes with us and he works at a beer place. Let's have him Let's on the show. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah. And here he is for the second time. So what yeah. kind of uh, what kind of appearance. special things you guys have going on? Anything seasonal or so? Uh, so man, I wish I had been on here like three weeks ago so I could have talked up all of the specials that we uh, were putting out at the time, um, which we are now all sold out of. Unless you are listening in the Las Cruces area, you might be able to still pick some up at our Telshore location. Uh, but anyways, um, so we uh, in the over the course of the past couple of weeks, we put out a. Um, a, an imperial pastry stout that uh, was I'm based listening. off of Oreo cookies. Um, so, yeah, yeah, and that's sold out within hours. Of course, yeah, hours, like literal hours. Um, um, <clears throat> I had to send somebody down to get mine. Yeah, <laughs> I got stuck at work, and I was like, "How much did you get?" I I got two packs. I'm giving one to my brother-in-law. Mine's gone. So unfortunately, yeah, gotcha. yeah. It was, sorry guys. That that one was fun. Uh, then just last week, right before Christmas, we released. Um, uh, what did we call it? We called it the, uh, like the shutdown series or something like that. And so it was a strawberry milkshake IPA. And I didn't get that one. And Interesting. Yeah, and a. Uh, did it have a creamy mouthfeel? did have kind of a weirdly creamy mouthfeel along with like a bitterness and a sweetness and uh yeah 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 very nice yeah yeah it was <laughs> you look so proud of yourself over that's there. a very serious question <laughs> it just it was funny though like in context with like everything we're talking about and it they're was, like milkshake and me, i just i bet that was creamy too for me for me it was the way you said it it was like did it have a creamy mouthfeel? <laughs> Did it have a creamy mouthfeel? Oh, I, no. I, I thought that you were going to go with the Pulp Fiction thing again and be like, it's just a $5 shake. <laughs> Does it have bourbon in it? Or? <laughs> it's a beer, so it's yeah, there's beer. alcohol in it. I mean, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You don't need to add that because it's already, you know, it's a pretty damn good milkshake. <laughs> But uh, so all those were special releases, they, and all those they were all special releases, yeah. And and they are they are all gone now. Um, I have I did hear today a rumor about another series that we are putting together, but I have no other like information. Details. Yeah, mm. no details. Details, Patrick. None, <laughs> none. none. Right. Uh, but we but we are working on something uh, because uh, uh, you know like this like sparks interest, right? In, in, right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we put out something fun and exciting and people, people love it. And so it we want to keep people excited. The seasonal stuff seems to be really working for local, like yeah, New for Mexico breweries. Yes. Yeah. I feel like every, every sponsor we've had in has talked about 
some seasonal that they've had just selling out in a matter of hours. Sure. It yeah. seems yeah. to be super, yeah. like a super good thing for you guys to do. Absolutely. You know, variety is the spice of life. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and, and good old, good old economics says that, you know, you, uh, if you produce a little bit of it, right. Then yeah. like, then the demand is, is yeah, just ask PlayStation. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if, if they want <laughs> 10 of them, you give them nine. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. You, and you just generate the interest that way. And it's so, the, yeah. it's the, this, the McRib effect where mm-hmm. you guys yeah. ever had a right. McRib? Yeah. Uh, yes. They're yeah. gross. They're, They're horrible. horrible. <laughs> but they are horrible. But the limited, the limited nature of it makes everybody lose their mind for it. It's all about the Szechuan sauce. Oh God. Wait, you, are you telling me that there's a sauce that makes those things better? No. So, so it's a Rick and Morty thing. Oh. And the Szechuan sauce is like a sauce from the 80s. And what's funny is that it's not good. Oh, it's but not, there was such a like a huge demand for it because of Rick and Morty that they brought it back. And everybody was like, oh, right. Szechuan sauce. And then the, but they, they shortly realized that they're like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. They did a really limited release, though. And so they were gone like immediately, and they greatly underestimated the the interest, unpleasantness of some Rick and Morty fans. That too, um, yeah. There were some fights over it, right? Yeah, like people like like there's like videos of people like teenage on. Rick and Morty fans like jumping up on the counters oh, at yeah. McDonald's and like jumping up and down and chanting that they want Szechuan sauce all because this Rick and Morty episode like just like you're just mentioned it. you're not even supposed to be watching that show you're too young <laughs> <laughs> you're certainly too young to, like I don't get paid enough for this you're certainly <laughs> too young to understand <laughs> right. that show right like truly understand it crazy I read a whole article that kind of like shut down that concept of Rick and Morty where they're like it's pretty simple stuff that they're talking about you know well and there's not <laughs> You know, you, you think you're pretty smart because you're like, oh, I get that joke, but it's all basic at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah. There, there's still there's still levels of humor where there's like, oh, this is like, a fart oh, joke. <laughs> I've, been to, I've been in a college physics class. I get that joke. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. But the I feel like the real strength of that show is the sort of like family drama aspect of it. Like that's what really they're makes all that monsters. show good. They're mm-hmm. all total assholes. Yeah, but it's all, they're all terrible because he's at the core of it like he like rick is the terrible person that's at the right, core of right. and so and he he's toxic to the rest of this family oh for sure and he's the toxic glue that holds it all together yeah <laughs> he's the smartest guy in the universes and a total dick like, <laughs> that makes sense yeah. though he's, I mean, sure, you know. yeah he's hyper cynical and he and the, and the funny thing is is people like i feel like there's a contingent of of rick and morty fans that kind of idolize the way he is but kind of the whole point of the show is how toxic the way he is really well and we, we could go into the the conversation we had about blazing saddles or yeah. or any of that stuff where you're like okay apu is no longer on the simpsons because because it's racist stereotype right? right but i mean the whole reason he was on there and the whole reason that any of those characters are those characters is because they're stereotypes over and above what is expected of that type of dichotomy. So when you're talking about, hey, this is the dad, he's kind of a doofus, you know, you get Homer because he's all the way on that end of the spectrum. Yeah. You get right. a caricature yeah. of that stereotype. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. And that's something that's... Because it's a cartoon, you know? It's so, satire. Yeah. And satire and comedy, and I was watch, I was just listening to a comedian talk about it, like, it's dangerous. We're in dangerous waters where if it's not funny, how do we deal with our problems yeah. if yeah. we can't deal with it through comedy? And so Ooh, that's that one of those scary. things. Hey. 
Hey, there's a guy on Central doing what guys on Central do, which is yeah. yell at nothing. Karate, I think. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what he wanted, he got. Yeah. Little does he know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People to, to look at him with a look of concern on their yeah. face. Like, right. what, what? like, what? Are you okay? okay? I mean, I don't care, Maybe. but are you okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do anything about it, but are you okay? <laughs> so do you have anything, uh, anything at Bosky that is... Coming up, coming out, any new foods, menu items? Anything uh, like uh, we are working on new menu items, uh, but uh, every time that I turn around, we're we're kind of revamping the ideas and stuff like that. So, um, and it feels like right now is not a time to like go, you know, full steam ahead with something. Especially right. you guys just opened up in Santa Fe, right? Right. right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so yeah. So right now there's. Uh, I mean, Santa Fe is definitely worth talking about because it's uh, it is over there in the rail yards area. I don't know how many times any of us get up to the Santa Fe like area, oh, but uh, right there, there's a, a you know there's an REI and Tomasitas and and that sort of a thing, and and it's it's a great location, and unfortunately, like COVID is making everything so slow. Yeah, doesn't uh, REI seem kind of out of place in that area? I mean, that's right by the plaza, right? Uh, it's it's, like it's pretty close. Yeah, it's probably within a few minutes walk yeah. of the plaza. Listen, yeah. people will go as far as they need to to spend to, way too much money on sporting goods, uh, uh, so yes. they can go outside as far yeah. away from yes people as they need to. Yeah, yeah. I really need, but to do that, I really need to have a six hundred dollar jacket. You know, and Bro. then you could wear the six hundred dollar jacket over to Bosque Brewing and, and sit down it on, off. The, on the yeah. porch there. Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. Go. And, ha- and have gonna, a tasty beer. Because you're going to yeah. need that jacket sitting outside on the porch. Right. Especially yeah. in Santa Fe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We, uh, uh, we're just kind of plugging along right now. Uh, so we, you know, we finished up with the holidays and, and uh, today everybody got their, uh, got their Christmas gifts from, uh, from the from the company and so oh, that was nice. nice. Um, That's cool. Yeah, What'd you get? I'm uh, super curious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I am actually stoked about this, and this is like one of those things where if any of the the, the craft beer nerds out there are listening, um, hopefully they get kind of jealous. Um, but yeah, suckers. We. <laughs> um, so we uh, uh, every year for the past three years, maybe four years, uh, they have bottled a special beer specifically for the employees oh that's and, cool um the past several years it's been a, a barrel aged something right and so uh so this year it was hopefully a, beer it well yes yeah <laughs> gotcha yeah. um this it's year is a barrel aged orange juice <laughs> 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 that's weird this orange juice tastes like tastes beer like, and bourbon it's like weird it's because like, it's barrel aged i mean wouldn't that really just be an old-fashioned or pretty yeah. close to yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so, uh, so this year is uh, the Old Bosky Porter, which was a, um, an old original recipe that Bosky had when they first opened up. Um, we brewed it a little over a year ago, uh, put it out in the tap rooms just as a as a regular drink, and then uh, and then put two barrels worth off to the side um, in uh, ooh I forget which brand, but it was it was bourbon barrels. Uh, and just let it soak nice. for for a year, and then uh, and then bottled it down, and and so that's what all of our our employees got. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So cool. yeah, it's uh, super smooth, 
tastes, you know, just it's got slightly bourbony kind of a after flavor to it, and, and otherwise it tastes just like a kind of a you know lightweight porter, and it's 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 Sounds it's good. a really tasty beer. Yeah, very awesome. tasty beer. So. Yeah, so we've uh, we're just like, you can't have it, and you can't. <laughs> um, otherwise, you know, we're we're waiting for level yellow, right? Yeah, hoping like, up a little bit more. With hopefully the vaccine starts doing its thing, uh, the hair to well, slow like roll out. But I feel like we don't see that until we see more, see wider distribution of the vaccine, right? Right, yes, that's what I'm sure. saying. Yeah, the yes. the vaccine rollout, I guess, has been slower than anticipated, which is unfortunate, but. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, that'll be good to kind of hopefully eventually slowly start opening up and right, right. see where it goes. Yeah. Man, yeah, you guys, exactly. I mean, you've guys got pretty good experience now with opening and shutting. You guys think you have a decent handle on like good responses if, if things tighten up? As far as like contingency goes, yes. Right. Cool. Um, uh, it, it doesn't mean that everybody's happy with the outcome right right yeah. you know um so uh, that'll never happen no no <laughs> that, anything you do that really yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing where everybody's happy about right right um but we but we do have faith that we're gonna you know we're gonna make it right yeah you know and, and yeah. we're gonna come out of this on the other end and and we're gonna come out of this you know smarter about uh, lots of things, right? We're going to be smarter about, you know, just overall cleanliness and we're going to be smarter about uh, marketing and advertising, right? Because uh, the people that are putting together some of our uh, uh, advertising footage right now are geniuses and they're generating those uh, those sales that are allowing us to sell out of our special stuff within hours. Right, yeah, which, yeah. Is, right? which is spectacular. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so, so we're, we're learning lessons through this, right? We're not just like suffering and, um, not just like head down, Charlie Brown. I got a rock. Right. It's like, all right, <laughs> let's come together. How do we figure this right. out? Let's do right. X, Y, and Z. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. 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 And there's, you know, and, and a lot of people have, have sacrificed a lot of people have been, um, you know, on furlough and, and that sucks and we, we want them back. Right. right. You know, yeah. like, like I miss a lot of my friends at the tap room and I miss a lot of my friends in the brewery and, you know, and, and, and so we're just, you know, we're plugging through and trying to sell beer and, and which is what we've really always wanted to do. Right. But we want to do it at the level where everybody gets to come back to work. Yeah. Right. Which is awesome. For yeah. sure. Yeah. All the breweries around here. I mean, it's all been very community driven, together driven. We're all in this yeah. together you know let's yeah. help Absolutely. each other out and like you were saying you were like no 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 bring bring the steel bender that way yeah. we highlight other other breweries and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. that's really cool well let's so uh, i, I want to bring up a little miniature point here while we're on the support each other kind of a thing um so we are coming into a really weird month that some people refer to as dry January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's the overload from the holidays, right? Everybody like, you know, says, Oh my God, I got to slow down. And the new year's resolutions, new year's right. resolutions, new year's resolutions right? One. So dry January is about to happen. Um, so let's talk real quick about how you can support your local breweries. Don't do it. And just drink, <laughs> just drink, <laughs> yeah, just drink. Right. Um, but you can still do dry January and support your local breweries. So, um, as just a quick couple of thoughts. First of all, most of us sell uh, gift cards, yep. right? 
And so if you know that come February, you're going to be back to uh, exploring the wonderful world of beer uh, by yourself, by your friends, a couple of gift cards. Or if you know a a really cool assistant manager at your favorite comic book shop whose birthday is in February, you could uh, you could totally you could buy get them that a gift person. card yes. from your favorite brewery. Just, you know, hint, you just drop it hint, off here. Hint, yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> just an idea. Yeah. Just to throw that out there. You know, um, there's also several of us uh, that have kitchens, some really good kitchens, right? And uh, and just because you're doing dry January doesn't mean that you have to deprive yourself of a really tasty burger. Yeah, that's true. Right? Or really so, good fish and yeah. chips. Or really good fish and chips. Beer french fries. Our yeah. french fries. So those fish and chips are so good. <laughs> Tacos. A porter yeah. um, steak. Oh. A porterhouse steak. Who, who has yeah. a porter steak? Marinated in porter. Who? Who, who has this? He's Whoever. like, I don't know. <laughs> Chris, go get some porter from Bosky and then go grab a steak from... Any local Kellers? Let's go Kellers. Go to Kellers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so there there are ways, right? Don't right. don't forget about your your local brewery while you're doing the dry January. Um, Another good thought, you know, is I mean they shall they sell hoodies and shirts oh, and stuff like that, so yep. you can not only help yep. support get them through January, but you can advertise on yep. you know on your shirt or whatever. Yeah. And here's the thing: beer doesn't go bad immediately so you could buy a lot of beer and fill like the yeah, extra totally. fridge up yeah yeah and then when february rolls around when you fell right. off the wagon yeah you'll be like <laughs> good thing i got this fridge 1st. of beer <laughs> on, on, Jan- on january 5th when you fall off the wagon yeah, that's right <laughs> you got it right there as you're sitting on your couch looking at the new treadmill that you just bought for christmas with all the clothes that need to be folded that are hanging on it, listen. You got to <laughs> make sure you have a beer. that don't fit because you got them all one size too small. <laughs> and you got to burn. You got to burn something off on that treadmill. Treadmill. It might as well be good beer. Right. There you right, go. Right. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. There, there are. It's just in the box. It's not even. <laughs> yeah. It's not even open and built. You're, You're just standing there drinking beer. <laughs> but yeah, no. That's. I mean, that's a really, really good and valid point. I never really thought about kind of the effects of. Because that does, there is like a big push for dry January sure. just yeah. because of people with those resolutions to be like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to start exercising. So if I cut beer out, then blah, 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 blah. And beer is right. definitely the one to go first as far as oh, yeah. alcohol because yeah. Yeah. bourbon doesn't make you fat. Beer makes you fat. <laughs> right. I hate to right. break it to you, but bourbon makes you fat too. Bread <laughs> makes you fat? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah, go out, support your local breweries and, yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. All of them. So, all of them. Go, go visit Every single one of them. them. Yeah. Do it all in one night. <laughs> yeah. there's, we, yeah. there, no, don't do that. There have been a couple, I know of one at least that has closed. And mm-hmm. so it's- Wait, who closed? Uh, Broken Trail. Broken Trail. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, weren't they going to sponsor us? Uh, I thought that they were going to. No, I haven't. I hadn't talked to them yet. Now that's, that's one of the breweries that I really wanted to try out. Just every time I saw it, you know, I'm going somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh yeah, I got to get back there and- Never did. So. Let's face it, though, the craft beer thing is a potential bubble market, just because it's gotten popular. Lots of people, lots of people are doing it, and there's more and more. So eventually, it's going to be oversaturated, like say the food truck business, where you're just like, whoa, there's a lot of options now. And, and, well, and, and where you have to just be really good at what you do, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. It can't just be half assed. Yeah. The bubble, the bubble will will get bigger and bigger, and then it'll burst, and the yep. ones that the ones that are, the ones that deserve to stay will be the ones that stay. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so it's one of those things where you're like, okay, maybe that 
that place wasn't cut out to be a brewery anyways. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. I mean, I've I never been there. Like I said, I've never been uh, there. Certainly, so. I wouldn't put that on them. I don't yeah. know them or anything, but it's one of those things. We're going to see a few more before this is over. Yeah, well, which is unfortunate. It's like... Right. It's like when the when the comic bubble burst in the '90s. Like the shops that stayed open were the ones that weren't stupid enough to order way too much of <laughs> Venom Lethal Protector Number One, you know. The, <laughs> or, or you know, they they pull up to the comic book shop in their Lamborghini. Uh, like oh, this yeah. will be forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this will be. Then forever. they're living in that Lamborghini. I just sold the death of Superman for two hundred bucks. I got twenty million of those. That's a lot of two hundred dollar bills, <laughs> and it's only going up. <laughs> yeah, only going up. Only. <laughs> so tell me, uh, tell me about the shop. Anything been going on? I know you guys probably had some before Christmas sales and all that stuff. To unfortunately, this is going to air before this is impertinent, but we are still having sales to the end of the year. Nice. So tomorrow. This comes out, yeah, this comes out January 1st. Happy New Year, everybody. Those sales Yay. will be done. Yeah. But yeah, we had, he had sh- we had huge sales for the last week before Christmas and yeah. this last week after Christmas. It's a lot of stuff on sale right now. <laughs> and, and, and it's stuff that we've had for a year or two and we're like, yeah, we've just actually, get it out of here, you know? Actually Am I going to lose money? Yeah, maybe, but it won't be on my shelf anymore. Mm. Yeah. And we yeah, it'll actually, open up the space. Right, right. We've actually sold some stuff like that. That swamp thing figure, yeah. man. I can't believe that that thing took as long to sell as it did. It was a really cool awesome. figure. It was cool. It was a new 52 Swamp Thing. Um, very large. It was big. Yeah. It was like 12. Mm. Not 12. It was like 10 inches tall. Yeah. They, and I've had it on sale for 30 bucks several times before. Nobody yeah. ever bought it. But finally. Finally, finally. Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> finally, somebody came along on it was Sunday, Sunday or Monday. and uh, Christmas money. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Sunday or Monday, I can't remember which. But he came by and he was really jazzed to pick it up. So cool. I was like, Oh, at least awesome. it's going it to somebody who's gonna appreciate it. Right. That they didn't yeah. just sell to some some person who wasn't caring. Yeah. Right, yeah. They're just like I heard somebody talking about Swamp Thing, I'll get it for him for whatever. Yeah. But it was exactly. like I, I finally said, have enough for it. Well, I think he said my brother's had this figure for a long time and I, I I'm super jazzed to find it. So I was like, Well, you found it on the right day, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So needless to say, um, we've been super busy for the last you know two weeks, uh, but we're preparing for the lull, which is you know about to happen. And yeah. so everybody spends all their Christmas money, and then they realize that they're broke again. And because yeah. they spent all their money, everybody's for paying everybody off their Christmas December credit card bills. Yeah. Exactly, stimulus checks are coming. Might even be six hundred bucks. Hey, yeah, Could be. some people are already getting them because the yeah they're supposed to start. Tuesday, so yesterday. There's yeah, a guy last night. In, there was a guy in here today that said he already got his. Oh, wow. nice. I, I don't know how true it was, but. I don't know. <laughs> I bet I could check my bank account and, and know. Well, I checked mine after he said he got his, and I was like, nope, not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I checked my bank account, and it has not been stimulated. <laughs> it has not been stimulated. <laughs> I'm still getting messages from the bank, like, we're coming. <laughs> Where's our money? <laughs> Where's our money? Uh, besides that, I mean, nothing. It's, it's it's difficult. This time of year is difficult because you get bought out of everything. Yeah. You know, um, uh, if you look at my manga wall right now, there's no number ones over there. Okay. It's all two and on. Because We're totally cleaned out of Demon Slayer, aren't we? Yeah, there's no Demon Slayer yeah. to be had. Um, it, it, it's, it, it was hard the few days before Christmas where people were like, I want to get him into something. I'm looking for a number one. You're like, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so you gotta wait a few weeks until yeah, our restocks yeah. show up. 
and, and that's just how it goes. Everybody's, you know, people are like looking at the records. They're going, man, all you have is this weird, obscure Beastie Boys album. Why don't you have Paul's Boutique? It's because it's they're because they're sold. Yeah. You know, because like, he's waiting until just before Christmas <laughs> yeah. or yeah. just yeah. after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, either one. Yeah. But so it, it's difficult to to fill people's needs right before and right after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But. At the beginning of the year, we'll start getting all those restocks, and and we'll be stocked up and ready to roll again. Yeah. So if you're if the if you've been in the shop in the last couple of days, and you're like, oh, I want them to, I, I, I couldn't find My Hero Academia Volume One. Give us a few weeks; it'll be we'll get them back in. Or just that, that special book, order it. That yeah. book uh, is in and out of well, print. You're still waiting a couple weeks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if you do that, yeah. I just mean to guarantee your copy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 just a difficult time of the year for that, but. And what's and funny is like we've got tons retail. of other things. You know, it's not like we're short on inventory. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. There's still some still good stuff. Bursting with put crap. Your head, you know. But yeah, it's got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van back in. Did we sell Grogu in Lego form? Uh, the Grogu one. Yeah. I feel like we sold that a while back. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I thought we still had it. We have the regular. The, Yoda? the regular Yoda. Stuff. That one's weird. His yeah, eyes are. That's a weird looking like, face. Bulgy. Like Yoda. Yeah, or it's that it's that uh the wider <laughs> It's Star like the Wars Emperor and Empire, like the original one. Oh you're yeah. You're like, what is wrong with his eyes? He has like a weird <sighs> bulb eyebrow yeah. eye socket thing. Um, you're like, the, I don't know. The, he looks the, like a the gecko. big mental lumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's the is, one from episode a, three, which yeah. is also peculiar. You're like, he didn't look that like that in yeah in in Jedi. Yeah. Like what is it's like it's like they took chest muscles. And they just put them on his forehead. You know how like it like, you know, like, yes, yeah. Had, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know, rips and, saying, then yeah. Like, and then made them wrinkly. And then, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, maybe a design flaw. Oh, I don't know. George Lucas on it for a little bit. <laughs> Melt it down. And <laughs> Needless to say. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I you know, laugh we're open. That. We're not going anywhere. Um, there's some sales till the end of the year. Then we'll be in business as normal. Um we still have a lot of key books that I'm surprised didn't yeah. sell. That oh, yeah. first, that first black costume, Spider-Man. I mean, like, was oh, that still up there? Yeah, it's still up there. It yeah. got bought once, and then he, his credit card didn't go through, so he said he'd be back the next day. Yeah. And when he was back the next day, he didn't buy it. Oh, yeah. weird. Hmm. Is that he's the? Like, he's like, I'll have to come Secret back. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Number eight. Yeah, number eight. Well, he told me he's coming back for that, so he's totally going to be back for it, right? Every person that says that does yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Certainly not none of them. <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> it is a thing, and I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know, it happens. Like, oh, I'm coming back for that, and then you don't. And okay, because I mean, yeah, you go home and you look at your money, and you're like, oh, I don't, I can't afford that. One of the things that Forgot this shop thrives on, and most shops like this will, is the overwhelmingness of it, where you're just like, oh man, there is so much stuff in here, I want it all. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, okay, well, I got to talk myself down. I got to be very specific. And you kind of talk yourself into being picky. When before, you're like, I'll take it all. And and then when you leave the place, if you didn't buy anything, you're like, whew. That was close. I needed all that. That was, <laughs> whew, Wow. And that guy better get back here and get that book, though, because it being 25% off right now is very tempting to me. <laughs> it's a good copy, too. Yeah, it's yeah. a really nice copy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on in the shop. Cool. Well, then how about we get into some comic books that are in the shop I read here. comic books. I don't know what those are. Oh, oh my God. 
these guys. I think the <laughs> I think the sour have soured their brains. <laughs> like, no, 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 it might be the customers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, it's the customers not. are the best. <laughs> Chat Terry, the consumer is the best. So I tell you what, I'll go ahead and start here. Yeah. Okay. Um, What'd you read? So I read. It was a very light week for me. I only had three books technically. Um, so this is Lost Soldiers, number five of five. Uh, I'm gonna butcher these names again, just like last time. Uh, it's Elias Cot, Elias, Elias, Elias Cot, uh, Luca Casalanaguida, oh my and God. Heather Marie Lawrence. <laughs> hey, you got that one good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember the, the last time the you helped me with one, that one. Yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are those names. Here we go. <laughs> I'm pretty close. <laughs> um, sorry, folks. Uh, if if your name is awesome, we suck at saying it. Right. I, I do apologize every time about names. It's just, it's a. If only thing. there was some kind of app that would help us with that. Dear it's, Google, it's Alice Alice Dear Google, help me. <laughs> Alice caught. I I wonder where he's from because that's a very weird. And, and it's like a very Eastern European so kind of a didn't we do it? number one? We did number one yeah. of this, yeah. So I figured, yeah. so this is number five of we five. Ooh, the f- it's like a end we, cap. Yeah, yeah. Bookends. Bookends. Yes. So we covered the first nice. issue with Steve-O. Uh, yeah. Yes. Was that the lost episode? Could be. Oh, it oh, might have been. It may have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Wait, which one? There was two. We don't speak of the lost episode. <laughs> so there's two because one, you can't really hear two of us. Oh, it's right. true. And then one never made it anywhere and it's gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? That's. Anyway. The guy. <laughs> Chad doesn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Whoever we have editing this podcast is a real hack. <laughs> so, so, anyways, hack. Lost Soldier. <laughs> so, Lost Soldiers. Um, it's, a, it's kind of a. Like a spreads the gap between uh, Vietnam and like current times. And these old soldiers are kind of mercenaries back in America as they're getting older and older and older. Um, which, which is kind of a, a statement about, you know, when you go in the military a lot, most of the time, it's so that you, when you get out, you can start your career and you have money to start your career. And yeah. you supposedly you are learn going to learn yeah. how to have a career. And some skills in there, but I mean, you know, um, sometimes that doesn't not care about killing people doesn't really transform well into. Yeah, and that's what that's what this book. So again, turns out being a killing machine isn't super great in an office in an office setting. No, it it, it works against you for the most part. Um, so this, yeah, the it it goes back and forth between a couple of the different characters, and I think what they're trying to highlight is the effects of war on the people after they're done and how some people are trying to just move on, even though those scars are still there. Others can't move on and they're uh, not good people. And and then others who deal with PTSD on a almost daily basis, you know, most, most people who have PTSD, you know, I mean, we may not see it, but they're they're dealing with it, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and just the little things can set them off, like the cracking of a beer into a microphone or something. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh man. I mean, yeah. No, for real. I mean, those are those are the those are the lingering effects that sometimes civilians right. don't understand and don't realize what kind of an effect those battles or those incidents that they had um, really sit. 
Right. I mean, <laughs> you watch TV and you and you watch a movie and maybe it's a war movie or maybe it's a horror movie and you like you see a cool gruesome thing. You're like, oh, that was cool gruesome special effects. And you know your friend who's been at war and sitting next to you is like, that's not what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and I, I think <laughs> we've had I think we've had that conversation before. Is um, I worked in the EMT world yes, for yeah, a while, yeah. and when I was a kid, the Punisher was my favorite character. And there's there's like an analog to the Punisher in this story oh, i absolutely. feel like yeah and he's not the good guy no you know and i think that that's kind of a talk on the punisher i don't know why some people are classifying him as a hero so <laughs> and so, the, so he got revenge for the, the murder of his innocent family right correct so it's vigilance you know it's and it's vengeance vengeance yeah but but it's gone too he's, far right now he, he should have stopped at those guys right <laughs> right, right. Um, but so for me, when I see stuff like that, it's, I'm always, I like, I'll do that every once in a while. I'm like, that's eh, not what that looks like. Or I'm just like, eh, I'm not really into this. I don't like it. You know? So, um, I can imagine. Yeah. And it's weird because it's not like something, I don't know. We all deal with it in different ways. For me personally, I'm just like, I don't read the Punisher anymore. I don't need to see people's heads getting blown off. There's a lot yeah, of that I've in never here. I've been a big Punisher sure. reader. You haven't been? No. The only... Punisher story I can remember like really liking was a uh, actually it, it was a Punisher platoon. Uh, platoon yeah yeah which is a Vietnam story it tells his the story of Crane Castle in Vietnam before he becomes the Punisher it's so, his first uh it's his first command yeah it's his first command and it's it's an excellent and it's Ennis yeah I read my who Garth has Ennis. written a lot of good Punisher and mm-hmm. and also. Just amazing art by Goran Parloff. Like right. it's great. That story's yeah. fantastic because yeah. there's there's a lot of layers. And if you've ever known anybody in the military, especially if they've been to war, war is hell. And it's not just a stupid saying. It's freaking awesome. It's like awful. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Uh, so Lost Soldiers with the art. I go back and forth with the art. Sometimes it's not clear what I'm what I'm seeing. Um. It's a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. gotcha. I was like, what is that? Um, so sometimes it's not clear what what they're trying to say or what, the, like, as far as the art is concerned. And other times I think it's really great. It's got this... It doesn't w- sound nearly as cool as he thinks it does. The motorcycle. The motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I lost my train of thought. So the, um, Talk about the art and how it's wishy-washy a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so uh, it's got this really nice... Um, it's like watercolor. And so that's why sometimes I feel like it can get a little muddled just because that's what watercolor is. Right. So so overall, I do like the, the art and the coloring and all that stuff. I don't know. Have you ever seen, um, have you ever read anything that Francis Manipal has done the art for? Maybe. Because he uses like a watercolor style and it always looks very precise. Oh, does it? Yeah. So I think that's a style choice more yeah. than anything. Well, uh, yeah, I, I felt I that, the, that the art kind of lends itself to the storytelling. And it does. Yeah. It's kind of gritty. Yeah. Right. It's supposed yeah. to be gritty. It's supposed and to be messy. kind of raw. And yeah. I think, yeah, I think messy, raw. And I also think that the, I, I feel like the sometimes where it's obscured a little bit and you don't really know what he's trying to show is purposeful because memory is hazy. Um, right. That's a really good point. I remember there was yeah. a scene in that first one where I was like, is this a river of blood or is it like a, like, what am I looking at here? You know, it was a little difficult because it was muddy. It was real dark. Yeah. And we yeah. even talked about it, I believe. Yeah. And so, um, and it ended in a way that I did, I, I felt like, a, okay, 
I felt like it could continue. Like there's not a solid ending for me. I feel like it didn't really stick the landing, but I get, I get what they were trying to say with it. it yeah. Cause it ended all the different people's things and ended them each of their stories in a very different way. So would you say it was like thematically, it was successful in getting across what it was the themes it was trying to communicate? Yeah, I think so. I think as a cohesive, like, beginning, middle, end story, it lacks a little bit, but I think it's because it's it's one story trying to tell, like, four or five people's stories. Yeah. And so that's where it gets a little hard to do that in five issues. But I think overall the theme is good there. So so since it's over, the will you be reading the next issue isn't really the question. I know. So I guess my question for you would be, when this comes out in, in graphic novel form, would you, like, will you double dip on it? Like, will you pick up a copy to, like, put on your shelf? And I, I don't think that I would do that. However, that is how I would recommend the book. Yeah. I would say don't don't hunt down each of the single issues to collect or whatever, but buy it so that you have that full story you can read from beginning to end. Yeah. That way you don't get... Yeah. So you enjoyed it, but in your head, in your in your perspective, it doesn't merit a second reading. I think it does, but again, it has to be sit down and read it from and, beginning to end. Gotcha. And I think that I think that any sort of confusion I have, not only had reading it once, but then reading it all together in one sitting, I think would make even more sense to me. Yeah. So it's definitely an introspective on human nature based on war and how it affects you post-war. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, where would you put it in, like, say, Full Metal Jacket was a, a, okay. was a comic book. Is now, it as good platoon. as Platoon? Yeah. Right, right, exactly. I mean, is it worthy of those type of <clears throat> films as far as a story goes? Um, because, you know, I mean, full it's hard to go up against those two because they're the, it, it single, really is. the most amazing movies in general. I think, I think no, just because... The way the story goes is after, you know, after they're done in war, technically they're still mercenaries and killing people illegally right. in the States, and that's how they make their money. And so it loses that... Innocence? It, it loses, like, a little bit of truth to it, if that makes sense. I mean, but for all I know, who knows how many people came back from Vietnam and that's what they did as a living. I don't know. Do. But, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. so... Do you remember season one of The Punisher? Uh, I don't uh, think Netflix I ever watched show? it. Yeah. Whoa, what, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. was good. Oh, I mean, it. that's yeah. how out of The Punisher you are. You're like, I'm yeah. not even going to watch I'm the like, show. I don't, yeah. so, so if you watch the first season of Punisher, they do a very good job of, it's not Vietnam, even though you know Punisher took place in Vietnam, but they, they modernized it and it was the Afghanistan mm-hmm. or maybe Iraq war. I'm pretty sure it was Afghanistan. And they are literally doing that where they, they're post-war and they're mercenaries for for hire. Some of them, you yeah. Know? And so they, I was just wondering if there was any. They get to be called crossover. security companies now, right? Yeah, Blackwater. They change their company. name, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I and so the, I also read this series, and 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 I would um, say that it's worth reading one time through for the character arcs because it almost feels like. Um, like a like a bad action movie in in a way like a dark action movie, mm-hmm. um, but then the way that it ends up, it uh, it becomes a complete study on 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 mental effects and and yeah. on the on the emotional toll that these people went through. So 
the second time around, you could totally reread it and just only pay attention to that and and get a completely different story. That's cool. Because yeah. so, once you've read something once and you've got the plot points down in your head, then you can really kind of focus on the, the secondary stuff. Same right. as watching a movie where right. you're like, you watch it the first time and you're like blown away and then you're like, I need to watch this again so I can absorb it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's what, I think that's exactly what this is. I think that's a good way to state that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, um, if I were to answer the, you know, post- or post issue five question um for me it would be who would i give this to as a as a present right and would, yeah. like, would you give it to somebody who's been at war and they're like hey this this is something that you can relate to right, right. or would or, you be like hey you're an idiot and this is what happens when you go to war so stop yeah being an asshole. yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or 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 the family member of somebody who who has gone through that right, right. right? you and know like, and this say, is what they're say experiencing you, you might so be you able to potentially help them understand sympathetic to their situation yeah right. yeah yeah, oh, that's yeah. Great. So, so okay yeah. but cool. I, lost I, soldiers it's an image book yep yeah and uh, i believe that the trade's already out oh is, is it? it i said could be didn't this this issue came out today yeah but they've been doing that hold on that's true it would be right behind you. Stand by, folks. I don't remember shelving it. Is uh, soldiers spelled B O Y S? No. Well, then no. that's yeah. well, no. <laughs> okay, that's not it then. We'll edit that part out. But uh, <laughs> Chris doesn't know how to spell soldiers. <laughs> Spells everything B O Y S for some reason. <laughs> what did What did you read, Chris? <laughs> so. <laughs> I, he read the boys. I read the boys. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh. I read Lost Boys. Lost Boys. <laughs> That's what's on there. Oh, <laughs> All right. So I read uh, Avengers number forty, and um, I'm an X Men guy. You know, I mean, I my my intro drug to comic books was Spider Man, and I still love Spider Man to death. Um, I don't actively collect the book though. It's just one of those things where it's just too much. I just don't have the time. I mean, I used to collect spectacular web amazing and then any little side stuff that would come out and then chris claremont wrote the x-men and then i gave up on all that and i was like <laughs> x-men for life yeah. um so when i found out that phoenix was going to be in this new avengers book i was like okay the phoenix you know pretty important can't wait to see gene gray and no gene gray spoiler alert really no gene gray whatsoever so this book drops you right in to what's basically Secret Wars, it's basically X of Swords, it's basically any type of battle royale and, uh, you know, Mario Smash Brothers, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, didn't so, we just finish this with X of Swords? I'm talking like last week. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago, and X then, of Swords wrapped up. You know, six months, six years ago, we did the whole Secret Wars thing and we're, I guess it was more than six years, but it's been less than 10 years since... Doctor Doom did the the battle world thing and yeah that was destroyed a, most of those multiverses. That was and, a different thing, but but I see. What, there's similarities in that, basically the Phoenix. Um, and if you were reading Avengers before Moon Moon Knights, Khonshu, uh was the Phoenix for a while, and all that was going to happen, and and then finally Phoenix let go of Khonshu as its avatar or whatever it is the, the the body that it's living in and now it's looking for a new host and if you're familiar with the phoenix the phoenix is unique in that dr doom galactus they're in this universe they're in the next universe they're in the universe after that 
So there's a different version of each of those characters in every universe, every multi-dimension. There's not a phoenix. There's one phoenix in all of them, and it travels from dimension to dimension as as okay. it wishes. For whatever reason, it's always in the six one six. Yeah, it always it's always on Earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it travels from dimension to dimension, but it really likes hanging out on Earth. Earth is its favorite place. Six one six makes and, sense. And and so you know, there's a lot of discussion in the past about how. Jean Grey was the perfect fit for the Phoenix, and that's why he's always it is always pining for Jean Grey. Yeah, perfect fit. Jean Grey is the exact molds for the host that the Phoenix wants, but Jean Grey, it's just not an option anymore. So the Phoenix is literally having a literally literally having a battle royale to see who gets to have the Phoenix Force. Yeah, it snags a bunch of Avengers characters and other characters from the Marvel universe to have like a like a tournament. Right, okay. and, and if you are following the X-Men, we just finished this with X of Swords. I mean, like I said, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. So I'm a little burnt out on it. Okay. I was on expecting that style of storytelling? Right. It's, yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing to do, and I'm, frankly, I'm surprised that like Marvel mm-hmm. editorial didn't, didn't be like, hey, can we kind of wait a hey, year j- Hey, Jason, we just, hey, Jason Aaron, we just kind of did this <laughs> with the X-Men, so maybe can we, can we shift Not this arc this? To, a, to a later... You know, to you know, maybe a year down the road or something. It's just it's just weird to me that they're doing this again. Yeah, I um, was I was surprised because I went into this book. I didn't read Avengers thirty nine, so I had no idea what was going on before. I had to catch myself up after I opened this book and went, "Am I in the middle of this story for some reason?" So yes, there's flashbacks. As somebody who isn't reading Avengers right now, why did you read this one? That was my point of being an X Men fan. Is yeah. I want the Phoenix. Okay. Love the Phoenix. If you're an X-Men fan, especially the Chris Claremont era, Phoenix is your dude. You know, yeah. like, the Phoenix is the most powerful. I thought it was maybe because Wolverine was on the cover, but... That's that's the <laughs> copy that I got. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes, absolutely. Like that's part if, of you, if you listen to this podcast before, you know Wolverine is uh, all of it for me. And anything that's got Wolverine, I pretty much get. Yeah. Believe it or not, I don't get the current running X-Men title, but you rarely see Wolverine in that stupid book. So Yeah, he's barely in that one. He's in the X-Force, which I get, and so you know I'm cool with that. And Wolverine, and even when the Wolverine book is crossing over into the X-Men storyline, it's Wolverine, so I don't care. I mean, yeah. Even though I did have some issues with Wolverine 6 because it was exclusively the X-Sword stuff, and I was just like... Yeah, whatever. That's what happens when an event takes over literally every book in that line. Yeah, my my. I wonder if we're gonna lose a lot of these titles as soon as Hickman wraps all this up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think like. I'm sure the like Marauders, Hellions, like do we get do we Hellions, keep Hellions after? Yeah. yeah, right, right. You think Krakoa like, is just gonna implode, like suck down into the earth? Oh, and no. But he, he's gonna he's gonna fly away and become his own. He grows wings and flies into space and becomes another planet out there. Like I don't know, but I wish it. I wish it felt like we were gonna get to the point anytime soon. With we are at the point, man. Like the X Men have their own island. That's the point. So who's who's the creative team on the Avengers? I was I was just about to get to that. I, I skipped over it because it's just like the book. You have no idea what's going on until few pages in because you're yeah. just like, like why what? is captain america fighting dr doom yeah and why does dr doom have firepower yeah and 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 why is captain america waxing poetic about getting his ass kicked i don't know um because that's what happens really the book is almost exclusively dr doom and captain america fighting to 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 win the the phoenix force doom mops the floor with captain america but then 
he just gets back up, just like Captain America does. But it's because the Phoenix Force won't allow him to lose. Okay. At least that's Doctor Doom's take on it. Let me get to the creative team because I skipped it again. Jason Aaron, part of the reason I picked this up is because Jason Aaron can do no wrong. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll read an Avengers comic. You know, I don't, I don't dislike any of the Avengers characters. It's just not a book that I actively read. Yeah. So I was excited to read another Avengers book. Um, Javier Garon, um, I'm sure I messed up the last name, but uh, he's worked on Miles Morales, um, Sec- Secret Warriors, if you guys remember Secret Warriors. It's uh, Vaguely, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Quake. Is part of the Secret Warriors. Okay. Oh, was was he on it when Hickman was doing that Secret Warriors run? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What else? He did the Hulk for a while. You know, just did some gotcha. Hulk, etc. He's worked at Marvel for a while. Yeah, I think he's one of the like on the that Storm the featured artist Stormbreakers? In Stormbreakers thing. I think he's one of them. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. Um, so there's a lot of flashback in this book. Okay. You start off in this fight, right? And you're like, oh man, they're fighting. It's cool, and. There, the whole time there's there's narration within Captain America's head and then there's Doom talking out loud and 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 there's a flaming Captain America shield and uh, the art looks really nice though the art is good until yeah. you get to like I love this page yeah yeah I I'm not crazy page. about the uh, <laughs> you hate that page well I don't like so there's a variant cover of this comic book that's got character oh, no, design. And they've been doing this for a while. The character design oh, variant yeah. covers. Yep. There's a there's a Wolverine and there's a Captain America and there's a Namor, I think. And they all have this like Phoenix Force superhero costume. I think it's total garbage. It's like gold, which I'm not a big fan of already. It's all okay. shiny and it's got Phoenix wings on the chest and Phoenix wings on his helmet and Phoenix wings on his on his ankles and you're like on his wrists. Do I stop it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I was just like they are. They are what? pretty over designed. They're over designed. Yeah. And then so so the point of the book is Phoenix is waiting for the new person, and it has a nest somewhere in the in the ocean out there somewhere, and it's just chilling like in hibernation while everybody battles it out. But it's it's psionically calling them different people to come fight for the crown that will eventually become the host of Phoenix. It seems to have transported them into some like weird. No space or something. Where yeah, they, and it doesn't really explain that. My guess is maybe at maybe. the end of thirty nine, they or thirty eight. I guess it will be right where the the Conchu Moon Knight story ended. And maybe yeah. they explained it in there, but it it literally says Phoenix Force nesting site, and it looks like um kind of glaciery, but with a volcano in the middle. Yeah, that, it's right up. It's in the same uh, like glacier area where Avengers Mountain. But then is, they're. Right? I was going to say, but yeah. then they're using Avengers Mountain to talk to it. Um, so if you know where Avengers Mountain is, then you solve the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, um, they're all talking about what they're going to do. And this is pre Captain America and Dr. Doom fighting and how they're going to deal with this, this Phoenix force because the Avengers are all invested in it. And Captain uh, Iron Man's got ideas and Black Panther is talking to people. And then it fast forward to Black Panther using Avengers Mountain to talk to Phoenix and then rudely... Namor pulls the, the, the mechanism that Black Panther is using to talk through the mountain out and says, I'm the one who gets the Phoenix Force. You all suck. <laughs> I hate Namor. <laughs> the dude is a jerk. He is. He's I, such I like a him, punk, man. But I, he, is a, he is a punk. And, and So, you know, you get to see Tiger, Shark, and, and all these guys. 
And then Wolverine's like, no, Namor, you don't get to the island. We're all fighting for it. I love Wolverine guys, but Namor would mop the floor with Wolverine pretty quick. He'd just, you know, flick him away, and then Wolverine yeah. would have to put himself back together in a few hours and then <laughs> go fight him again, and then Namor would rip off his arms. And I mean, you know, like. It'd be a thing. Right, exactly. Like, Wolverine can't. It's like fighting the Hulk. You you have to get the drop on him. Otherwise, you got no chance, you know? Yeah. And that's Wolverine has to do that with most of the people. Yeah. That he, you have to be. He's he's very powerful. I think. I feel like Thor would have a chance. Oh, Thor but, would. Yeah. Thor would roll him for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's surely there's that, several surely people. That fight has happened at some point. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs> no. Right. So, so I'm just gonna make this real quick. Um, I was not happy with the book. Okay. And it was mostly there's nothing wrong with the writing. There's nothing wrong with the art. In fact, the art's very good. And the yeah. writing's just fine. And I the cool part is 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 Jason Aaron kind of focuses on Captain America's character and is like, "All right, this is how Captain America overcomes." And this is Captain America. And I appreciate that He's part. really good at that. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that greatly. But I don't need this story. That that's my issue is I just don't want this story. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't Who cares? I mean, the Phoenix just takes what it wants, right? Why is it having a competition? <laughs> right. It just it just it's should just, like, it's be like, like I no want more? that to be my host. You're and my dude. So I'm gonna be Right, right, exactly. Yeah. It, it it seems very pointless. It's a little bit of filler and like we were just saying, Exoswords just finished. It feels very similar to that. And we were just talking about Secret Wars number eight. Same thing. Granted that was in the eighties. Yeah. But it still still resonates today, right? So yeah. I don't like, know. Um I'm with you on the on the like okay are we doing another term tournament story arc but I trust Jason Aaron like he really hasn't let me down yet so I'm interested to see where this goes to see what what could possibly come from this story I mean I'm 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 subscribed to Avengers so I'm definitely gonna keep reading it and I guess I will uh I guess I'll let you know how it ends up <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna continue reading because. Because it's Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Wolverine's in it, so. As I hang my head in shape. <laughs> I've been following this since, well, since issue number one, right? Okay. And Me so, too. Yeah, that's 40 issues. It's my 40 issues. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's wrong. It's not. <laughs> Damn it. APS strikes again. Uh, it's actually 41 because uh, back when. You son of a bitch. No. <laughs> uh, wait, I have a point here. Um, uh, when did uh, Marvel Legacy come out? Oh, right. it's, it's oh, you remember yeah, that yeah. like this, like like they did the generations thing and then they yeah, dropped yeah. this like one shot legacy thing where yep. they yeah. told like all these like little weird little random stories right that was yeah. like here's like a whole bunch ago, of, I think here's a whole bunch of jumping off points for stuff that's going to be going on right, in Marvel universe right. yeah so I one of the things that was in legacy was uh, uh the Avengers of like one, one million, million years ago oh yeah right and Jason Aaron has that. has been weaving that story sort of in throughout. And out, and in and out, yeah. and in and like out. last issue was the the Phoenix was the Phoenix. story. Yeah, okay. exactly. Right, and 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 a while back, oh. uh, the Iron Man got transported back in time, and so he he got to hang out with the uh, with the original Avengers, and and they found the like helmet that. in the cave, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, so it's been this like total long draw story that has been occurring over the course of several years now which is something that jason aaron does like he like basically the war of the realms was building up in his thor book from kind of almost from the 
second arc of God of Thor, God of Thunder. Okay, yeah. So the whole like Malekith sort of slowly gaining power and marshalling up his army and right. and then it all culminated in that War of the Realms event. Right. So that's kind of what like Jason Aaron does this in his books all the time. He he has like a slow build up, which I appreciate in the comic and series. I, yeah. I do, I do too, and yeah. and 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 he keeps on bringing back these things where I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. And as long as and, it doesn't Scott Snyder it, where like he takes stuff that happened ten years ago and it's like, oh yeah, that was on purpose. Right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. No, yeah. dude, that's not. Yeah. No, I was or playing a, the extra long game on this. <laughs> right, one. That's right. <laughs> or, do a, or do a black li- a whole black label series that where the whole foundation of it is based on a a short story that you did at an annual five years ago. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what it, is this from? If the, you could do that, that's fine. Yeah. But I, I feel that Scott Snyder literally was like, oh yeah, this this comic book will fit my agenda and this one will fit my agenda. So they were part of it. Yeah. To make it fuller and and be more believable. And yeah. so so with the Avengers 40, you're just, you're you're still buying Avengers, you're saying, yeah, I'm gonna finish the story. But that's just, just how I am. This this issue specifically was just slow or pointless. No, I mean or? it's actually very fast paced. Okay, it's it, it moves super fast. Actually, when I got to the end, I was like, oh no, I'm already done. Um, the narration is good. It's mostly Captain America, and then every once in a while, Doctor Doom has his say. Um, I mean, all the players are there. There's plenty to like about the book. I just don't need another battle world. Yeah, um, contest of champions. Yeah. Video game that I'm already playing on my phone. Okay. I, have, don't I have a feeling that that that's probably not how this is going to end. I think it's going. That's probably why yeah. I'm going to stick on it right. because, like I said, the X Men and the Phoenix. You know, the Phoenix is arguably one of their greatest enemies. You know, I mean, besides Magneto, the Phoenix. You know, I mean. Well, and it's it's almost not an enemy, like a conscious enemy. It's just like a like a force of nature. And, and they always yeah. say that, yeah. that it is a force yeah. of nature, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, it's a force of nature that will constantly steal Cyclops' yeah. girlfriend. That's <laughs> messed up. Well, and, then it'll, and then it'll like, it'll like take it wrong I had a friend step. in high school that did that. He stole my girlfriend twice. Wow. <laughs> Same girlfriend twice? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. So speaking of Dr. Doom. Well, friend, yeah, yeah, very Jason. loosely. <laughs> speaking of Dr. Doom. I like Doctor Doom as a villain in the Marvel Universe, and I've been getting a whole lot of him recently, which I've which has made me very happy. Um, but the book I decided to talk about today is uh, the King in Black: colon, Iron Man and Doctor Doom. It's a one shot that's tying into the King in Black event, which I think we've now talked about a King in Black book. Hey, like hold on, hold on, like a, a podcast. A po- <laughs> Beer two. Beer two. <laughs> a podcast. Warn your friend. Halfway through. Kyle, we do it again halfway through. <laughs> oh, that's not a sour. Whoa. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about the beer we just cracked open here before we get to our book of the week. How's yeah. that? Yeah. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean Perfect. to interrupt you, Jason, but I totally meant to interrupt you. That was funny. <laughs> um, so I think this makes this three weeks, three po- episodes in a row where we've talked about a King and Black book, but... It's a big thing that's going on in comics yeah, right now, and it's, it's hard. It's hard to avoid. And I will say that normally I don't like big things, which I've mentioned several times. But this one is not hateable. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, it's, these side books. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, yeah. These side books are actually turning out to be kind of cool for the most part. Um, We've this had one three, right? 
Namor, Namor, Iron Man, Doctor Doom, and Immortal Hulk. And then the Union. Oh, so four. So So we're fifty percent. Two of them we really liked. It seems like the one shots are the ones there. So the Union is totally. It doesn't need to be uh, King of Black. Yeah, it has almost nothing to do. I mean, they literally like. Oh, there's a dragon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this is the this is written by Christopher Cantwell, who if you're if you're not familiar, has been doing the was doing that uh, Doctor Doom limited series, which is phenomenal. Which was really good. Is I it read, limited? Yeah, I mean, it's still going. It just it ended with issue ten. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although he did seem to hint on Twitter recently that maybe he wasn't done with Doom yet. But anyway, so good. and he's also writing the Iron Man ongoing right now, which is something that we also mm. are enjoying. We yeah. talked about that. On the podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the first issue, um, drawn by Salvador Larocca, who is also, I think, is drawing the. Uh, no, I'm mistaken. He drew he drew the Doctor Doom book. So this huh. is the same so creative the same team, creative as, team, yeah, as the Doctor Doom book. That would explain a few things. Uh, Guru F, Guru AFX uh, on colors, and then uh, VCs Travis Lanham on letters. But anyway, so Christopher Cantwell takes this one shot to do to to team up these two characters that he's been writing recently and puts them in this uh this this uh King of Black event. Um this takes place after the events of King of Black number 2, so if you haven't read that yet, then there's potential spoilers here. But we pick up with Tony where he is uh he's lamenting over the fact that spoiler alert in King of Black number 2 he accidentally like what he thought was going to save Eddie Brock's life actually killed him. But in so doing, he created this like new blend of like the extremist tech with the, with the symbiote to create a new kind of armor basically. Um, so he's sort of sitting here lamenting <laughs> and then for some reason, Dr. Doom just sorts of, just sort of shows up. <laughs> he was <laughs> Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, you want to may want to say this is a Christmas book. Yeah, I was going to say if you is, look at the cover, oh, this is it really a Christmas yeah. book. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the 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 elevator pitch here is uh, Iron Man and Doctor Doom fight a nullified Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I might want to pick that. <laughs> which is, you should actually. <laughs> which is it's it sounds as stupid as it is, but my favorite thing about this book is it knows how dumb the concept is. And it just leans into it. And like, here's something else that's important to know, guys. Santa Claus is a real character in the Marvel Universe. He is. He's yeah. a legitimately he real oh, really? person. Yeah, yes. like yeah. Santa Claus yeah. has Santa first Claus. appearance mm-hmm. in whichever issue, but it's like, no, this is his, he is a real person. Yeah. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. And okay. he's also a real character in the DC Universe, and mm-hmm. they did a uh, like Christmas story one time where Santa Claus has to, every once a year, break into Apocalypse to give dark side a lump of coal <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so there's, it's like all these action sequences where santa claus is like fighting his way through apocalypse and he just leaves dark side a lump of coal <laughs> he's like i will leave you a lump of coal every year you send every year <laughs> yeah anyway um so <laughs> this book is so is so fun and <laughs> It's all these the bits where, is rad. where yeah, Santa is great, <laughs> is uh, singing these uh, these sort of takes on 
Christmas oh, no. carols. Christmas but carols. Awful. Like sleigh bells sting in perdition instead of <laughs> sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fighting That's and good. his reindeer are like made of symbiotes. So they do this thing where they like vomit symbiote tendrils out onto. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It's cool. When he first starts to show up, you just see the silhouettes. But but there's like glowing evil eyes on all of them. And they're like, is that really Santa Claus? Is that really him? Uh, Like (laughs) Tony Stark is besides himself. He's like, oh my God, that's really Santa Claus. And then it's my favorite panel. And the best part is, 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 (laughs) is doom also is like, could it be that this is the end? We'll get to it. Could it be? That's my favorite panel. Talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's like cussing. He's cussing up a storm. Santa is. But like instead of the instead of the normal uh, asterisks like, and asterisks, you know, pound sign, the, yeah, pound right. sign. the little things to to bleep out. There's yeah. like a there's like a snowflake and some candy canes and a sno- and a snowman, <laughs> and a snow angel. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when Santa cusses. It's adorable. It's legit. <laughs> so so he's able. So this book is a lot of fun, and it and it, totally it knows how dumb it is, and it. It just has a great time during the course of it, and you're one in, you're in and out in one in one issue. Yeah, it's um, and you can totally, you could totally if you're just interested in the King in Black, you could totally skip this. Don't, but I don't think you should because if you like a fun a fun superhero comic, then this is where to go. But I think the the real sort of strength of this is that while it's goofy and fun and it's Doctor Doom and Iron Man fighting a venomized Santa Claus. <laughs> he actually does some interest, some like real character work. Yeah, no, in absolutely. This book. The relationship that that Iron Man and Doctor Doom have yeah. in this book is is superb. Because, like, while <laughs> while Doom think you know he thinks he's the he's he's the number one like hot dog in the world or in the universe even. Always has. He has this respect for Tony Stark. Like, and the reason he came to talk to Tony is he's like, you, like, in doing this thing where you tried to save Eddie Brock and you failed at that, but in so doing, you created a, a, an incredible technology here. Right. And it's in, it's in using that technology that Tony is able to eventually defeat the venomized Santa Claus. And uh-huh. it's possible that... that- it may come into play in later down the yeah. line. Yeah. It it, it kind of it, it certainly like, implies that for sure. Doctor um, Doom is like, Hey Tony, I know you accidentally killed that guy and you're sad about it, but look at the tech that came out dude, of it. Dude, and that's well, he Doom, says that almost verbatim. But but Doom would <laughs> but Doom would be like, he was a you know, sure that guy died, but for what you got it was right. a worthy sacrifice. Exactly. Doom's that's always exactly, willing yeah. to sacrifice everybody for the greater good of himself. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And in and in Doom's mind, the greater good of himself is the greater good of For the world everybody. because everyone. he because he's the one who's going to save everyone. Yeah. Um. Nope. And so I, there's a bit where uh, where Doom sort of begrudgingly admits that Tony is of higher than average intelligence. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that panel too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. It's a it's a great interaction between these two characters. I I loved every every second of this book <laughs> me too i considered skipping it because i was like i don't need to read more king and black stuff but i decided just to skim it and then automatically i was like oh no i'm gonna read this and then halfway through the book i was like this is amazing as and soon then, as i saw who the creative team on it was i was like oh well i have to read that yeah. like 
And I, I, it's, I, I, I skipped it because I'm not getting any of the King and Black, Black stuff, really. I got that stand your ground, issue. Bro. Stand but your ground. I was like, Santa is on this cover. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I might want to get it. Honestly, it came out last week. But honestly, the cover is the weakest part of the book, in my opinion. The variant cover is really? much better. Yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird cover. I hate that cover. No, the I variant like it. cover is way cooler. Um, is Santa on the variant cover? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah. I just don't like... I'm going to have to put one in the, my box. The... The boxing of you know the 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 framing yeah, of the, that the framing of the, of Doom and Iron Man here is really weird. The kind of and they're like and they're picture. like they're, yeah. I hate yeah, it when they it. do this where the characters are both looking at they're facing you like they're like they're they're looking talking at you, to me, man. But then they're looking at each other with their like side <laughs> eyes. Oh right, like it's it hurts. Just a, yeah. yeah, it's just like a weird like <laughs> kind of creepy way to do that. I probably would have done another pass like if i were the editor here i'd have been like hey salvador maybe uh maybe you do another pass on that cover because uh <laughs> this is <isn't> great <laughs> i know you i know you're busy drawing all the interiors of this I'm, book i know you you're salvador another... <laughs> la roca however <laughs> mm. i'm the editor <laughs> and, and unfortunately like, well, i mean as a comic book editor you have to have that eye for art and yeah yeah it's and you can have you know this I'm going to spare your feelings. Oh yeah, kind yeah. Of attitude. It's like no. This is like this is or this isn't because right. it's your job to right. make sure that the book comes right. out as good right. as possible. Yeah. Um, but this is really great. Um, it's a one shot, so there isn't a next issue of this. However, I will say that, like, Christopher Cantwell, and I did a little bit of research on like where he comes from. Uh, so basically, he show ran, or he ran the the writers' room. With a with his writing partner on the show *Halt and Catch Fire*, which was a show on AMC about like the the burgeoning computer industry and kind of basically the sort of origins of Silicon Valley, um, which was really which was a really well regarded TV show. And so he was writing, he was writing for TV and like making a living at that and making a good living at that. But he had always kind of like had like comic books in the back of his mind. He always, like he grew up reading comic books and had always wanted to give that a shot. So he finally was just like, when Halt and Catch Fire ended, he sort of just reached out to his ma- his manager and was like, hey, can I get a meeting with like, with like comic book people? Because <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I want to get my, I want to try my hand at writing comics. So he's a guy that comes from, from the TV world. And I feel like when it, when, when writers from other mediums come to comics it usually takes a little while for them to it's often a struggle sure. yeah. yeah it yeah. takes a little while for them to uh sort of learn how to write for comics um however christopher Cantwell, in my opinion seems to have just jumped onto it fully formed like the first thing i read from him was great <laughs> nice <laughs> and I'm excited to read more of his stuff. Um, I'm going to keep reading his Iron Man stuff and kind of whatever else he puts out. I'm, I'm interested in checking out. Cool. Very cool. So, so in, in the ends, this Iron Man, Dr. Doom Christmas story is freaking awesome. It does have a little bit of importance to the King and Black storyline, but you got most of it already in number two of King and yeah. Black. So you don't necessarily have to have this, but there is a bit in here, like we said, that I think could be picked up later in the event. Um, so you might want to pick it up just for that. But honestly, if you just want to read a fun comic book, like 
come check this out. We've still got copies on the shelf. Um, it was selling. It's selling pretty. It well, was selling actually. better than I was expecting it to. Me too. But I thought I overordered this book. I was like, oh man. Yeah, we only have like four copies on the yeah. wall still, or something like that. I have yeah. to look. This one will make it yeah. five, I think. But, um, but it's great. I I highly recommend it. And yeah. if you like this, check out his other stuff. Um, Doctor Doom, I'm sure will be collected in trade soon. I think the first trade's already out. Um, and then the his Iron Man stuff's really good. And I think we still have a couple of one, a couple of number one variant covers floating around over there. But of Iron Man one. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah. I think we might have a couple of variants. And five came out last week, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice. You know what else is great? <laughs> Pistol <laughs> Pete. Sorry, I tried not to laugh. Dude. It was. It was just so good. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, "Are we doing an ad break?" You know what else is good? You know what else is good? Always with wings. <laughs> um, no, um, <laughs> I don't know. I've I never know. used them. I don't know. Maybe they are good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're drinking Pistol Pete's 1888, brewed in the state of New Mexico. It says that's right. From Bosky Brewing. There you go. Yeah. If you guys tell us figure about it this out. beer, Pat. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what we are drinking now? We moved on from the sour uh, to a blonde ale. And uh, 1888 is um, the uh, official beer of the New Mexico State Aggies. Uh, that so was we, the that was the year that New Mexico State was founded, right? I believe so. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, the, that's I, the... I I I I was a UNM kid, so I I don't know the full. <laughs> I blew my full ride to <laughs> New Mexico State by having a bad senior year. Well, they're like, right. hey, you got yeah. a full ride to New Mexico State. It was like, sweet. I'm going to goof that off up. for all of my senior year. And, <laughs> and then you <laughs> sent your final transcript, and they're like, oh, never hey, mind. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't I, even try. I knew. Oh, yeah. I was like, ah. I, I, I blew my scholarships to UNM by just not going to class. Yeah, that'll <laughs> yeah. do yeah, it. Yeah, so, it. yeah. Um, uh, but no, the, uh, so this is a very uh, light, crushable beer uh, ring. In at uh, what is this 4.8 percent alcohol by volume 20 IBUs? Um, it and it, it, it it's actually kind of the perfect summertime beer, yeah. Um, yeah, so sorry for bringing that in the middle of winter, actually, it's very beginning well of winter, me. yeah. It's like the it. very beginning of winter right now, mm -hmm. um, but uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's just a very very tasty beer, so it is. I, I actually really like it, yeah. And you said it was a blonde, it's a blonde, okay, yeah, yeah. it's I a blonde. Have... I wouldn't have done that. But yeah, like it's officially head. licensed by NMSU. It's got mm. the little Aggie guy on there. Yeah, yeah. And so, 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 so look at the Aggie guy, look at the leaf, and then there's very fine print underneath that. So Blondale. Blondale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Who, who, <laughs> who is Pistol Pete? Uh, yeah. He's the, Does anybody know? He's, he's a very, very bad pizza maker. <laughs> <laughs> He's the like. Are you asking like who the real Pistol Pete is? Or? Yeah, because I mean, like Pistol Pete's eighteen eighty eight. Pistol Pete's that's right. the Pistol yeah. Pete's yeah. The, the mascot of NMSU, mas right? Right. Yeah. 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 Kind of like right, kind of like no, I mean, Lu who? Louis the Lobo is is for UNM. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pistol Pete is right, but I mean, Pistol Pete's based off of someone, right? You do would you, assume. Do you, do you know? Is that why you're... No, that's no, not he was asking. legitimately asking. <laughs> My phone's on a charger know. 14 feet oh, away, so oh, I cannot... 
We don't even need to do that. Well, Listen we, out we there, listeners. Google. If you know who Pistol Pete is, <laughs> why don't you... Go yell in the sky who yeah. Pistol Pete is, because... Yeah. Follow us on in, Facebook. Shout into the void. Yeah. This, 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 this is, is a good time to is, talk about uh, uh, Twitter, right? <laughs> Craft Beer Comics. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, this yeah. is how we have audience engagement. So yeah. please, engage with us on Facebook and the Twitter. Right. Hey, you can do shit. both. You can shout this into is the... You can do both. You can shout into the void and... And you can tweet at us. There you go. Shout into the void. I, I, I maybe, like that. Maybe while you're typing out the tweet, you can shout it out loud while you're typing I it. I was just going to suggest that. Yeah. We might hear it if you shout loud enough. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean. I mean. Well, like that, stand that on guy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. hear it. Just as you're walking by Astro Zombies, just open the door and shout your answer into the door and then walk away. There you go. It'd be awesome if neither of us heard it, but like one of the other employees and some of the customers like, what "What the heck was that guy talking about? Astro P was the guy that started the state. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's working the canner is just like. And guess what? It won't be the weirdest thing that happens to us that day. (laughs) That's true. It won't be. So I I have a question about Pistol Pete. Do you think he ever wore a patch? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Which like is a, actually a very good lead-in into uh, into our book of the week. It is actually. Wow! How'd you do that? Yeah. Do do yeah. tell Patrick that what our what uh, what is our book and uh, all the creative. Oh. So yeah. that's what's funny it. is like patch. Spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> right. Patch. Yeah. <laughs> if you know anything yeah. about Wolverine, patch. patch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you haven't figured it out yet we are going to be talking about the wolverine book for the week uh which was wolverine number eight before i tell you who wrote it and who drew it and stuff like that i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say this so i picked up wolverine number one mm-hmm. and i haven't picked up any of the others until this one now okay. i did read uh uh the sort of oh man what was the official name for it uh the uh, the Hickman lead in. Exostords? No, house, no, no. House oh, House, 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 house of X. Powers of X. Yeah, yeah, and Powers of Ten. So I read but all dude, of that. Dude, it's an X. Why would they change it? <sighs> Nothing. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense. I'm not going to explain it, it here. But, yeah. but why wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> because it doesn't. Because it, it, has, it has less to do with what we're talking about. Right, I and just because it makes sense doesn't make it Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it Right, yeah. Uh, so, so I read that, and I'm currently reading Excalibur. So I'm vaguely aware of like what the what's going on in the X Men Krakoa thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Um, so I, I I walked in this afternoon, and I I got this, and I stood over here on the side, and in between uh, talking to Raz about all kinds of different things. And he knew that you were reading the comic book, yet he would not leave you alone. No, yeah, yeah, because man, he, he, knew, like, he was talking the, the, to you there about a bunch of different things, and all of the conversations <laughs> took place in two minutes. And yeah. he was talking to other people at the same time, yeah, them to yeah, buy comic books. It was like he it, works it, here. It, it, it was chaotic, his, but but man, I've got to tell you, that guy sells so many comics for you. Right. <laughs> I love like, I love Raz. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we just, love we love Raz. He is just uh, exhausting. Is the way. Yeah, it, it's difficult that, when there's another person in the room besides him. Uh, that that man yes. has so much energy. A ton yes. of energy. So much yeah. energy. Yeah. I don't know where he gets it all. He just wears me out. It's amazing. <laughs> He's it's in amazing. his fifties. Like, so. Oh, gosh. Good for him. So so I walked in and I picked this up and and I was standing over here reading it and kind of had a quick idea of what was going on and piecing together a couple of the things from, 
you know, all the different various sources. And I got to the end and I was like, Patch? <laughs> Patch? They, they, they dressed him up as Patch? So, okay. So, so Patch has been showing up sporadically in the last few years. Yeah, like, do you know all who, over the place. Do you know about Patch? Or Yeah, so uh, where did I run into him? I, I don't know. What, one of the... Grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to work with a guy named Patch. Anyways, oh, awesome. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. Did he have cool hair? Uh, no. Did he oh, have an no, eye patch? He was totally bald. And, What's... Oh. Yeah. Did he have well, an I mean, patch? that's a better... It's, it's a better, better way of disguising yourself if disguising you're Wolverine yourself. than having right. the hair. Yeah. Uh, no, it was... Um, Something tells me Wolverine's hair doesn't really... Obey him very much. Yeah, like, it, it, his it just kind of does what it's stubborn, does. probably, you know? Well, if you were trying to comb your hair with just like three blades at a time, like, you know. <laughs> and then he cuts it, it on just, accident and it just grows back. Well, well, here's the thing, too. You know, he's got this healing factor. I mean, wouldn't he, like, always just have really long hair because it's just growing and always just in that? Yeah. Where it's just like. Mm. Or, you know or maybe he just, just like scratches. He's a hairy oh, dude shit. already. Gave himself another haircut. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Oh, damn, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> maybe, just, maybe it is constantly growing. Maybe there once is a day he's a, just an you know. older Wolverine book. It's, uh, I don't remember what number it is, and that, that makes me angry. But um, it's it's like a close up, and he's holding his claws up to his face, and he's got short hair. Like, and, you know, it, it basically indicates that he just like gave himself a haircut. You know, nice. like, huh. <laughs> it's a really cool cover. I, uh, it's like, it's in the 80s. I don't know. You're not talking about That's the awesome. one. Uh, was it one of the Hulk? Him and the Hulk. No, you're thinking of 340, it's and he's probably, in costume. It's one probably an homage to that. Yeah. Mm, no, no, it's different. Okay. okay. Trust me, I would have, I would have been all over that. Cool. There is a Clayton Crane, um, number eight, that is an homage, and there's three different versions. One's a Black Lightning oh, version. Oh yeah, I saw I didn't that. Get any of them, and I hate it. Black Lightning <laughs> version. Yeah. It, one of it's them's cool. probably only available through his website it, or something. There's three different ones, and they're only available through his website. And I looked at it today. There's a Maestro one on there that's really cool, but mm-hmm. it's for number five. I was like, do I want to get this? But then I was like, oh, wait. How expensive is it? it yeah. 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 That's why I'm not getting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us about Just Wolf. grunt. Just, <laughs> so you looked at it, and yeah. you're like, okay, I know so, what's going on. Yeah. A patch? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, Just absolutely, I don't know. Anyways, okay. So first of all, let's let's back up. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> where, um, jarring. Where does where it say the uh, the creative team here? Like halfway through the book. Yeah, uh, I've written down here. Oh, do you? Yes. Uh, go ahead. Benjamin Percy, who right. is you know already writing, and then um, Adam Kubert, who's drawing, and Adam Kubert is the one who had that really good run of through like the sixties to nineties, whatever in the volume two of Wolverine. He is arguably my favorite Wolverine artist, besides maybe Sam Keith, Mike Sylvester, Jim Lee. Like those guys are all kind of in the same realm with me. Um, and then there is two stories in this, and one's a little prelude, and it's involving that CIA guy mm-hmm. that we Who talked is about. Then the first arc, first of arc, the, right? Yeah. And we we discussed how he probably show back up. It, sure enough, he does. Yeah, yeah. that it's. <laughs> And he, he Wolverine just kind of shows up at his house and was like, we're just going to have a beer, all right? Well, he put that yeah. portal, the yeah. cocoa portal in his yard because his daughter was dying and they were able to get medicine to save his daughter. And that yeah. was like kind of the whole arc. And that's why I love Wolverine is that he's get, he's a ma- he's a killing machine, but he's got this soft spot for it. Yeah, I, I love Wolverine for that reason. Right. Like he's, <laughs> he could totally, like, they do a really good job a lot of times of making him, of humanizing him mm-hmm. instead of it just being like him just being a horror, horrifying killing machine. 
Right, and right. I mean, because that would just be boring. He's the best there is at what he does. Right, he'd I mean, be Lobo already, or I mean, something. We already then, have the Punisher, so there's a lot of characters that yeah. like are like that. Um, Victor and Bagdanovich is the guy who did the the little mini, the first story okay. that you see yep. with okay. the CIA guy mm-hmm. is Victor B- Bagdanovich, yeah. who uh, did Batman: Arkham Knight and uh, did Action Comics and some other stuff. He's worked for Marvel. And what's funny is when I first read the book, and I'm sorry to steal your thunder here. No, you're good. When I was first reading the book, I could have sworn that that, that first arc was Adam Kubert. Because mm. there's some pages where, like, where he's having the flashback of Team X. Yeah. Um, the way he does his the simple... Watch the next page. There's... Um, I'm sorry, the page before. My, my apologies. So there's a way to do um, short detail and then the next one before where you're putting that detail in there but it's not all there. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's yeah. super good mm-hmm. detail, but it's very simplistic in its detail. And and Adam Kubert does a really good job of that. And the way he does his faces, yeah. similar to Ar- Adam Kubert. And so I was like, oh, cool, cool, Adam Kubert. Then come to realize that it's not him. It's, that's it's Victor, yeah. dude. I love when people can, yeah. when artists can do that. It's why I like Chris Somney so much. Mm-hmm. It's how you, how do you convey the most in your art with the least amount of like lines, basically? Right. 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 Let's keep right. it simple and yeah. good. Well, yeah, uh, uh, which would be a really cool thing with if you guys get to talk to Aaron Campbell, right? Like, how do you do that kind of a thing? Cause Spoiler like, alert. Because, like, right. You uh, mean when? Oh, we wait, talk to when? Campbell. When? Next week. Um, likely. Yes. Very uh, highly likely. So, yeah. Just uh, if He hasn't responded, but. Cool. But he asked me today when he when we wanted him on. Now. Now. ASAP? How about now? But like but but you look at this, right? And like and the details where it's important, right? The background is not the important part, right? Right. right. right? The detail is is in the people and in the rocket, right? And, you know, yeah. and that kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So and also in this in this uh, in introductory story, there's there's like just um, I'm going to use a word that you probably don't use with uh, Wolverine all that often, but cute <laughs> little things. <laughs> Only if Scotty Young draws him. Right, right. Where yeah. like where where he's popping a bottle cap off with one claw. I have some uh, right, yeah. right. Like, you know, just... like like he's you know, it's just this like it's just like you said, he, you know, humanizing him, right? Yeah. But he's still a mutant, right? So he's mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to open this beer the way that Wolverine opens a beer. Yeah. Right. So so he does that pretty often, but if you look at the first panel when he gets there, the first beer he opens with his teeth. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. And he's like, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. This time I'm gonna use yeah. my claw. Right. Yeah. Well he's opening the other guy's beer, right? With the claw. I think he just finished maybe. Is, does he uh, have a beer there? Uh, let's see here. Glove so, hand. Yeah, no, I think that's his. Okay, so here's what's kinda crazy about this book and this has to do with lost soldiers. Mm-hmm. You see he's flashing back, right? Yeah. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what I was yeah. about to point yeah. on. Yeah. He's flashing exactly. back to his Team X stuff because they're sharing yeah. war stories, kind of uh, yeah. lethal weapon-y. Yeah. And so they're sharing the war stories, and he's like, okay, Wolverine, I told you mine. Now sh- you show me yours. I sh- that mm-hmm. came out wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and while Wolverine's <laughs> talking, uh, he's straight up got his claws out, and he's in that moment. <laughs> right. And and the weird thing about Wolverine, and you, most of you guys know, is that he doesn't have a memory. And what he does remember, he can't trust. You know, I mean, a lot of his memories were implanted yep. and pulled in and pulled out and erased right. and remembered. and Which, which they totally talk about. You right. Know, yeah, no, he, he like, mentions like right it. in he's the like, middle of it. I'm going to tell you a story, like, but I don't know much like, about it. I was it. Weapon X and I was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. part of the X-Men and I was Logan and I was, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's... he's Patch. That, that, yeah, and, and apparently Patch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like we were talking about with Lost Soldiers is the art when he is in his memory... Right. It, it 
does have every it that's why everything around it doesn't really have that detail right like yeah. it's a fuzzy it's memory a, it's mm-hmm. a half remembered yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah yeah and the colors are just washed like yesterday and very yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and this and this part is just the this is just the prologue the prologue right so so what was what was he doing there uh, so, so they were talking, and 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 uh, one of the the topics that got brought up was Team X. Um, so Team X was uh, apparently I I didn't know this until I read this uh, Wolverine and um, Sabretooth, Sabretooth, and then one Maverick. other guy, Maverick, Maverick, Maverick. Um, and he's important in the Civil War story. Okay. Uh, it, because they're, they're mutants with, with generative powers. The all, first, all three of them. First Civil War? Yeah, the first Civil War. Okay. Um, in the Wolverine book, Maverick's very important to it. Yeah. But anyways. So uh, so that comes into play in the middle of the book. Uh, after. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it's kind of what the book's all about, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now, how, this, how that ties in with the story so far, I don't know. So it kind of doesn't. I mean, this book gives you all of it. Really this is sort of okay. probably just sort of springing on to the next story arc, basically. Right, gotcha. right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. okay. So the prologue is something to do with um, something you didn't see episode or issues like three and four, where Wolverine's trying to save this little girl mm-hmm. with the medicine from Krakoa. Yeah. And that's the, kind of the whole Hickman thing is... The the X Men were able able to get immunity by medicating us. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, and yeah. then a lot of the medication is disappearing. Um, and then there's these different sects that are not happy that the mutants have all of this, and that's what the whole X Men Hickman thing has kind of been about, is that. And so this is Wolverine being involved in that by trying to help figure out what's going on with. Why is some disappearing? They kind of they they address that in Marauders a lot, and who's doing it, and that's something that came into play in the Wolverine book earlier. And so he befriended the CIA guy mm-hmm. by saving his daughter, mm-hmm. and so that's why they're involved with this. And then the CIA in this book, the CIA guy calls him and said, "Hey, this thing's going on. It's got something to do with Team X, and right. you were part of Team X." Right. Well, and he's he tells him too. He's like, "Hey." Uh, the like the guys upstairs are like they're starting to aim some reticules at 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 mutant kind basically mm-hmm. right like so he kind of gives them that heads up and he's like and it's got something to do with Team X and then and um, and they're like okay so there's there's three members of Team X it's, and they're 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 raiding the place where all the information for Team X is or something like that they know where Sabretooth is. And spoiler alert, if you don't know where Sabretooth is, he got swallowed by Krakoa <laughs> yeah. as part of his punishment oh, that's right. That's right. for breaking yeah. the rules. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Sabretooth is non consequential yeah. right now. It's in like the right. first issue of X Men of X Men, right? Yeah. That will come yeah. to like, play eventually. We're not gonna kill you, but yeah. uh we're gonna <laughs> banish you to this void forever. Yeah, enjoy right. the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Here's the fridge, step into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. You're like, we're not gonna kill you. It's gonna be way worse than that. Right. Yeah. Um so so they're like, okay, well, Wolverine, you're standing here. You obviously didn't do it. Right. Sabretooth is where he is, so he didn't do it. We don't know where Maverick is. <laughs> the way they the way they put it is Sabretooth is accounted for. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is yeah. true. Yeah. So um, uh, so he starts well, to track to try to track down Maverick. Right. right. And they they put a a homing beacon on a dude that 
that works for the they discovered that the person who's breaking into these different places trying to sabotage the mission for of the mutants they're ex militia people they're mercenaries who just take jobs and they basically figured out where one of these guys was put a tracker on him without him knowing it and stole his dog <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah so, so so the dog is running free on Krakoa is what B says he's basically like <laughs> right, he stole his right. dog and the dog's out there <laughs> and the dog, dog is happy, happy as a clam yeah, on the dog the, is uh, super stoked <laughs> and that's just all running around <laughs> that guy really has a concern about his dog in the book and it's it's pretty cool uh, yeah yeah, yeah, it doesn't end super well. Hey, no, yeah. oh, oh, spoilers. <laughs> so continue. dog is fine. Yeah, continue, yeah. Patrick. Well, uh, so uh, so we do have this like brief little interlude where family Wolverine is uh, <laughs> is beaten up on on Omega Red, um, which is just like I I I seem to remember that there was something in that like House of X or Powers of Ten where where they got into it just super briefly or they were opposed to Omega Red coming yeah, onto Krakoa, yeah. you, right? The you last, recall correctly. Yeah. The last story arc before they did the 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 uh X of Swords thing dealt with Omega Red and Okay. Him tracking down Omega Red and Well no 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 but, or Canada. Yes, that's right, but and that comes into play in a second. Yeah. Here. But what he's talking about is there's a part in the X-Men book where where they're bringing over Omega Red because all mutants are welcome on yeah. Kokoa. And they're like, fuck that guy. Right, right. So <laughs> they bring that, yeah, that ma- mad ass. killer yeah. over here, you know? Because well, that's the thing that's weird about this X-Men stuff is like the governing council of Krakoa has some of those psycho killer oh, yeah. dudes on it. M- oh, yeah. Sinister. Like Sinister. Sinister. Totally. Sinister's on right. it. And Magneto, Sebastian Shaw. Apocalypse. And... <laughs> you can't trust these guys. <laughs> you can but here's trust the thing, Magneto. man. I don't know if you can trust Professor X. I don't want to get you into can't... all this right now, but right. there's something yeah, going on with some, that dude. With, with that weird. dude helmet on? Yeah, like, like stupid looking helmet. And then, why are you walking? <laughs> and right, his, like, yeah. skin tight, black jumpsuit. Why can't I see your junk? Like, this is weird. Why am I looking? Anyways. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. So so they beat up on him, which and and it was a it was a welcome to sight to see a, a Gabby back, uh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or, or I, I so, wanted to call her Badger, but honey well, Badger. Honey Badger, honey Badger, honey Badger yeah. slash That's Gabby. Her, yeah. But here's the thing: they call her Scout. Scout. In this. I don't know where it came from, but I assume that her name has been Scout for a while because, it, you know, it's Logan, it's Wolverine. I don't know. Now, is it Scout like that's a superhero moniker or were they just I think so. using Scout as like a... It's like, all right, sport, kind of... I, I mean, maybe, well, but I, 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 it looked like they you, called her Scout you, as though it was her secret identity X name. Because I've never heard that name. I've only ever heard her called Honey Badger or Gabby. Right. So here's what's weird about this scene. You see, it, it's like it cuts from the prologue and then you see Omega Red tracking something. There's blood. And the next thing you know, Gabby and Dakin jump on Omega Red, and he's like, what the hell's going on? They're like, he told us you wouldn't be able to resist. And then sure enough, Wolverine shows up. He's like, I told you I could take take you myself, but they decided to come along anyways. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, claws are out, and they're ready to wreck Omega Red. Um, Wolverine is all pissed off because... He wants to know what happened in Canada in yeah. issues five and six. Was it Canada or Russia? It was Canada. Okay. So Wolverine put a Kukoa, um teleport thing Flower. right next to Eat. a bar up in Canada that he liked to hang out at because yeah. he likes to hang out at seedy-ass bars. He likes beer. 
He loves beer. I mean, he, that guy's got to drink a lot to get drunk. Also, yeah, I'm working on him. Wolverine should be on soon. I got this other guy, Patch, coming uh, no, okay. in a couple weeks. All right, but he's. <laughs> I, I mean, he's a cool guy too. But he's friends with Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, he said he's okay. friends. It's with like him. Peter right. Parker's friends with Spider-Man, right. Clark Kent, and yeah, Tony's yeah. friends with. Always. He's got a <laughs> no, security that's, that's, guard. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that Tony Stark is Iron Man. Back in the day, it was it was just oh, yeah. his bodyguard. Yeah. Yes. Why are you and your bodyguard never in the room at the same time? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> what is he protecting? <laughs> he protected shit. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, uh, so okay. yeah, that's what you were talking about with the Omega Red thing. Is Wolverine's like, yeah. And then that shit that you did to me up in Canada, and Omega Red's like, I told you, man, that was not me. I don't know what you're talking about. So there's nefariousness going on with that as well. It right. seems almost like someone's putting, like he kind of implies that somebody's putting memories in Wolverine's head. Hmm. Yeah, but I think it's it's less that and more doppelgangery. Oh, what if it's Professor X? So so if you remember <laughs> in that Avengers book, they talk about not bringing any of the psionics to the the Phoenix thing because oh, of the danger the, any psychics. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah. maybe I mean you know I don't, who knows. Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if if like Professor X is putting those memories in his head to like. To, to string him along a path to something that he wants Wolverine to get That down. wouldn't be surprising. I mean, it, look what yeah, he did with Jean Grey. Exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Professor X has done messed up crap along those lines before, so. Professor he's X is like, not a good guy. <laughs> he's walking the line right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's like, why I was like, you can trust Magneto. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know exactly yeah, yeah. what he's right. And, right. and Magneto yeah. is predictable. Like, right. And, right. and yeah. Magneto will tell you what he's going to do, and then he'll do it. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And Professor yeah. X is always like, um, I have secrets. I'm gonna keep secrets from you. <laughs> I'm gonna you. disappear with the Star Jammers for six years. I'm gonna fake my <laughs> you death. You think I'm dead, a but I'm not. Times. <laughs> what? That guy's a jerk. Anyway, sorry. Continue, <laughs> okay. Patrick. Yeah. So, uh, uh so Magneto so, was right. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, so, so then the then the story jumps a little bit to uh to Wolverine actually following the the guys that uh, uh that had the tracking implant. Um, and so they were, they bust into the house of Dazzler, which, uh, uh is a cool little, like, it's, it's reminiscent of Tony Stark's house in oh, Malibu yeah. in yeah. the movie. Yeah. 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 Like you're like, Oh, that's a gigantic glass that, house that, that looks like exactly, on a cliff, on a cliff right. that looks exactly yeah. like Tony Stark's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, and there's Wolverine's Wolverine waiting. waiting, right. And so he, he gets his man, you know, he, he can, he can smell him from a mile away. Of course. Um, it's gotta be super expensive to cool a house like that. Right. With all that light coming in. Trust me. I have an all glass house and it's <laughs> a nightmare, dude. <laughs> I, why, I, why, I, why, I why block off half why, my why house have in the you winter. not tinted all of your windows? They are tinted. It's oh. just the, the, the P rating on the, the dual plane pane glass yeah. isn't good enough. Like, in the winter, it's too cold, and in the summer, it's too hot because it's passive solar. Yeah. So in the summer, you're just baking because all that sun's coming in, and you're like, God damn it, Dad, because my dad designed the house. <laughs> <laughs> and his answer was curtains, and that would have been great, but when they foreclosed on the house, when he passed away before I was able to get it back, they took all the fucking curtains, dude. Oh, $10,000 no. oh, worth of custom oh, curtains, yeah. and they tossed oh, them in the trash. Oh, man. Because they were you know, somebody else's curtains. I'm like, you don't... Uh. Anyways, right. so, yeah. so it's too cold... In the winter, because the, the glass doesn't hold in doesn't the heat. Doesn't hold well. the heat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be impossible to take care of that house. Is the point? <laughs> yeah. You'd better. have to be like some I, kind I really of super-powered, rich, singing mutants to do it. <laughs> yeah. 
I really hope Dazzler's album is selling well. Cause, uh, <laughs> well, right. now she's replaced all those windows. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's got a bunch of windows to replace, and and all of her like uh, uh, she's got to uh, clean that pool. Like Sonic uh, dogs, uh, all of her Sonic <laughs> dogs, like you know, and ripped you, up all their ear. That's cool. Though, like, wouldn't she have like a some kind of dog? Oh. Oh yeah, and you'd kind of think somebody in like the superhero world would be like, "All right, I need to make sure there's le- as little glass as possible because in the superhero life, glass is always getting broken. The bad guy is it's always, always coming always in, broken. never comes in through the front door, always comes in through the window." Yeah. So, so what so happens when they come in the window? So what's worse is you take off your shoes so you're comfortable, and then, of course, you're stepping in glass, yeah. and all the bad guys' shoes don't fit because they're smaller feet than yours. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't get it because it's a Die Hard reference. Okay. Okay, I get it. I didn't Die realize. Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. a while since and, I've seen Die Hard. And then you just have duct tape on your feet. <laughs> you That's right. Have, yeah. So... <laughs> So, anyways, uh, Wolvie is there, and 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 he Aww. breaks up the party, and uh, and he and he takes the head guy outside, buries him in the sand right by the right by the tide there, and uh, and is interrogating him like he wants to know who is behind this, right, and like wh- what's going on. I love and, that line. It's pretty cliche in the interrogation. Oh scene. yeah, for sure. But yeah. the guy's he'll kill like, me. But the guy's like, he'll kill me. He's like, listen, either he can kill you later or I can kill you now. Right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it, you know. That's why it's cliche, because you like it every time. You're like, damn it, I heard that. <laughs> like, so good, right. so good. I and, would say it too. And, and, and you're one panel ahead, and you're like, I bet you anything, he's going to say, I'll kill you right now. <laughs> right, and then you read right. it, and you're like, yeah, he said Nailed he's going to kill him right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and so he's he's given up information, and, and, uh, and then... Uh, says, hey, man, like, just tell me that my dog's okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then so something really, dog. really bad happens well, to him. Well, he spills the beans. He does, yeah. And, and then he gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. By unknown assailant. Right. Well, it, I feel like it was pretty obvious, but. Right, right. <laughs> the assailant was? Yeah. It, it was probably. Because they show him, probably like, Maverick. laying I mean, on that's... the, on the, like, the top of a building nearby or something. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't Do see that. that? Well, Too bad we don't have that comic in front of us. Oh, wait, no, so look. Here. No, wait, wait. There's That's Wolverine and Glass. Wol- Wolverine and Glass. Yeah, right. Breaking Glass. Remember? Oh, that. Right so you don't really know. You just see him on the top uh, of the. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I assume it's Maverick. It's well, here's the thing, though. They, they discuss Maverick, and they say that he probably has been mind wiped. For all we know, right. that's Winter Soldier. You know, I mean, like, we don't know who it is. But we're about to find out. Winter Soldier's been running around with Hawkeye, uh, trying to figure out what's going on with with Black, Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow yeah. So, so it's not him. Weren't they in San Francisco? That's that's yes. only two hours yes. from LA. Just saying. Gotcha. That's true. Explain that, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Now what? <laughs> Have you ever been in LA traffic? <laughs> yes. There's no Dude. way they're getting oh, there. God, yeah. <laughs> Dude. So one time. We went and real fast. I'll tell one the story. Time at oh, no, there was no flutes involved. I, I, I was like, okay, it was honeymoon. We were going to go to Disneyland. And I was like, yes. So we drove all night. I got off work. We just drove all night. And Wolf. we got to LA in record time. And it was like 6.30 in the morning. I was like, sweet. We just got to head on down to Anaheim. And we're in Disneyland by like 8. And then uh, at 10 o'clock, we got to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there, staring at the countryside. <laughs> Like literally for an just, hour, just yeah. staring at the just side staring. of a mountain. Yeah, this yeah. is great. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the mountain that Kobe crashed into the side of too. So your plan yeah. was to drive all night and then just go straight to Disneyland. Yes, and it was awesome. 
That sounds exhausting. Dude, it was so cool, though. I mean, really what we had planned to do was getting to Anaheim early in the morning, taking a nap, and then going, you know, going in the afternoon or yeah. early afternoon. And we got there, and we checked into the hotel, and we were just like, let's try and sleep. And we couldn't sleep, so we're like, screw it. Let's go to Disneyland. And it was like barely sprinkling. So nobody was there. We were like first or second in line on every oh, ride. That's awesome. It was amazing. Awesome. And that we were awesome. super sleep deprived. So it was like I was tripping on LSD at the same time. Like <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> woo! It was it was interesting to say the least. So finish this story okay. about Patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh <laughs> right, right. So we haven't gotten to Patch yet. So uh so it, so the obvious next step is is we gotta rely on our friends and uh Beast has Kind of like a war room kind of a place. Uh, what do you call it? The He's, shadow room? Yes, yeah, the shadow room. Like it's like the danger room, but it's it's to recreate um, crime, crime scenes. scenes. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Based and, on And learn from it and study yeah, from it and exactly. that sort of a thing. That's cool. It's the first appearance of the shadow room. This is going to be worth thousands of dollars. Thousands. Nice. Um, Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. So come and get it right today. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> buy, um, buy three copies. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so they end up figuring out that probably the next step is going to be to ta- uh, travel to Madripoor. And and go and hobnob. So I just want to say I love Madripoor. It's like my favorite place in Marvel comic books. It's just a seedy underground yeah. of of the Marvel world where you could just do whatever. The <laughs> it's fuck a you whole want. it's a whole country of seedy underbelly. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Right. You're it's like, Las Vegas. I want to get away 80s. with some. It's yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but, totally. Uh, but like, if Las Vegas was like a whole island nation, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, in Asia. Las, Las, if Las Vegas was Krakoa, but with well, anyways, uh, so <laughs> don't hurt yourself. On yeah, that one. <laughs> so so they decide rather comically, I think, uh, that what they're going to do is they're going to dress up uh, Wolverine so that he looks very respectable and so that he will blend in, and uh, and like nobody will notice that it's him, and so they put him in a white tux. Right with the black bow tie, and they comb his hair for him. Right, and then I don't it, remember that panel, but okay. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure Kitty it probably happened in there sure somewhere. Hairdresser, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what, was that Kitty Pride actually? No, no. no okay, it's, it's just a joke. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then like in the last panel, he's uh, he's getting admitted into the into the casino where he's supposed to meet up with everybody. And, uh, and he tells the lady out front, like, my name is Patch. And there he is wearing a, wearing an eye patch, like as if he hasn't worn that. Like, in Madripoor. In, in Madripoor. <laughs> like forever. Like Patch is well known in Madripoor yeah, at this right. point. Yeah, and, right. and he wasn't fooling anybody then. Right. Right. And I just, I, I don't understand that part of the story, why they keep going back to something like that. They've been using Madripoor a lot lately, and in other comics too, not just Wolverine yeah. stuff. It's yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, Wolverine I get that, but I mean, yeah. not, but well, that's I, I like. I think that's fine as like a, a scene setting thing, right? right? But like, but using Patch as as anything to progress a story is like right. Nobody and sees through this except for like retelling like some kind of a past. Right, like right. you know, yeah. storyline, right? He, he, you know, he just likes to cosplay as himself, as himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to dress up as Patrick too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah, there's. It's weird that that Patch is in Madripoor undercover, um, right? To infiltrate yeah. this this. It's a it's a auction. Was it an auction or yeah, was it a, a gambling thing? No, okay. it's an auction. And, 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 I'm well, sure Raz is, was talking to me. It's in a hotel, like a C it. hotel. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you want a room? And he's like, yeah, but you know, I want like 
um, what is the, the word he uses? Um, yeah. Like a crazy, like aggressive, I think he said, aggressive room. And anyways, it's room 13. Uh, he's, I'm looking for some company, kind. the expensive kind. I hear num- room 13 is where the action is. Yeah. His deposit for room 13 well, requires uh, 400,000 bot. Bot. Whatever those are. It's yeah. a, a currency. unit of currency in Madripoor. Yeah. yeah. At, the, at the Love Hotel. <clears throat> Which he was in in that Wolverine movie, love if you remember. Hotel. And he's like, probably. Enjoy, the person at the counter, enjoy your visit, Mr. And he's Patch. walking away. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> Wolverine says, name's Patch. <laughs> Patch Bonds. <laughs> it's like, you're in a seedy hotel in Madripoor. She Can't knows imagine. you. <laughs> Can't right. imagine. That he's they're playing along, like dude. I mean, that's they're all just playing along. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Name's Patch. No, two country. No. no. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's Patch's accent. Name's Patch. <laughs> Thanks for the key. I mean, you gotta wonder what I mean, Wolverine's Canadian, right? Yeah. So like is his Patch, eh? Yeah, eh? Like like <laughs> Tell room, me, Bub. room thirteen, I hear it's expensive, eh? Yeah, take off, hoser. <laughs> I'm sorry to my friends up north. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they love that movie. <laughs> So do I. So, anyways, tell us about Wolverine in the end. Yeah, no. Uh, well, <laughs> like that's kind of where we leave off. We we leave yeah, off with the, with the Beast coming page. up with like the worst disguise idea of his entire life. Like, good, and it's, good and it's job, because Beast guy. is saying that he can't go because he's obvious. Right. <laughs> like, he's I mean, like, I'm blue. <laughs> they know me right away. <laughs> Wolverine might as well be blue too at this rate. Yeah. He'd be better if he was blue because then they'd be like, "Are you Beast?" He'd be like, "No, no, no. nope." No. See the patch. <laughs> Nope. Can you hear my accent, eh? <laughs> no, he's got a southern accent. Well, he had a southern accent for a minute, but then but we then realized Kane he's Canadian, Ada. so, you know. Oh, man, I'm just killing it. Um, good stuff. So how do we feel about this book? Okay, right. Because, frankly, I'm really enjoying this Wolverine run. I think Ben Percy is perfect to write it. Agreed. And uh, I'm enjoying it. To, to to pick stuff like this apart with that much detail is I mean these are superhero books man like it's <laughs> no it's true it's true yeah yeah um I I love it I love Madripoor I love Patch um because that Chris Claremont's Frank Miller run was you know what like solidified Wolverine for me I liked him in the X Men and I love the X Men story and all that was going on but there was also Colossus there was Nightcrawler there was Kitty Pride there was Storm. You know, there's a supporting cast that was along with Wolverine that really, really was great. And, but then when that, that book came out, I was like, oh, man, this is the cool Wolverine. This is like the seedy underbelly of Wolverine. And, right. And, mm-hmm. You know, like, and so for him to be doing the patch moniker, it doesn't make any damn sense. But I'm, I'm happy about it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as a, as a in and out reader, right, you know, and like reading the stuff kind of around this, like I totally had fun. You know, the, the, this is a good read. This is a the, this is absolutely fun. And I was impressed that it's a 350th issue, and right. it's mildly oversized, but it's not a $10 DC book with a hard yeah, cover, right. and there's 10 different right. stories in there. Mm-hmm. They resisted the temptation to, like, make this a $10, like, anthology, bunch of short story stuff. Which, quite frankly, is amazing for it being Wolverine, and they're yeah. not doing that. Right. Well, because right. they're so, doing that Wolverine black, wh- white, and red. Blood. 
blood. Yeah. 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 Um, I can never say the name of that book right. I suck. And that, so that was the thing about it is celebrating 350 issues. I was like, okay, what kind of, what kind of little story here, little story there is this going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Little shorts. But it was, no. it was the, the intro and then the story. The intro has something to do with the main story. Right. Which right. I was like, all right, great. Yeah. And I actually, I've been, I've been behind on my Wolverine book, so I read this first. And yeah. this, is, this is perfect just to pick up and read mm-hmm. on its own yeah. and, and be intrigued about where this story is going. I, well, I really enjoyed it. It technically is the beginning of an arc. Yeah, and honestly, right. this is yeah. kind of a good jumping on point for mm-hmm. the Wolverine book if, you, if you've been looking for that. Because it's the beginning of a story arc. There's a little bit of connective tissue to the, to the earlier in the run, but right. I mean, was we're only the last eight one the uh, Exo Swords. Yeah, so the last two okay. were Exo Swords. Yeah. yeah, it was just like. <laughs> so you could even just skip those ones if you wanted. To. I, I would. Sure. I would say if you want to get onto Wolverine, skip one through five. Skip all of that. I, I really liked one through four, though. I mean, you can, and it's not going to hurt you. Yeah, and you don't need six and seven. Six I mean, and seven, like it doesn't add to the character. It doesn't. You could do you anything. C- you could buy the first trade of this and then jump in at eight. Like, yeah, it's not totally. It. And you don't even need to read one through four, but but the opening prologue story does have a character that is in there, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's why. And the first trade is out. We've got copies over there on the. We on do the indeed. Front. Yeah, that's something I, I don't do is I don't double dip. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Hmm. I did not buy the trade. Oh boy, I sure do. <laughs> um, as far as like continuing on, I I do want to see where Patch's story takes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there, there's right. kind of a kind of an intrigue there. Like, are they are they gonna really continue on with that, right? Yeah. Or and are they, they gonna? Percy's got to. It'll be just super it'll be fast. the next issue, and then they'll move on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. The next now, so what I we hope don't they see... make the joke at least once in the next issue, where it's like, "Do I know you from somewhere? <laughs> hey, right, right. Don't right, I know yeah. you from everywhere? <laughs> yeah. Hey, haven't you been an Avenger? <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Yeah. What we don't see in this issue is Maverick. He's on the cover, right? And it, well, yeah, and and in silhouettes, right? Maybe like, like he's in silhouettes, and right. uh, yeah. They they assume that his memory has been erased, and he's just doing what he's doing because he's they're pulling his strings. Winter <coughs> Soldier, but um, <laughs> excuse me, I had to cough. <laughs> if anything, right. this the idea of this predates the Winter Soldier. Dude, come on! Right? <laughs> yeah, like there's a silhouette there, that shows him, but I mean, you, you don't know. see him. Right, right, right. Yeah, you just see what he looks like the, via the, the suggestion, the shadow room, yeah. or whatever it is. Well, they got yeah. they in can't the CSI room. They can't blow the reveal like this early in the story. No, I agree. I agree. But that's what tells you it probably isn't Maverick. They're definitely they want they're throwing you off one way or another. Right. They're either saying yeah it's Maverick and you fall for it, or they're saying no it's not Ma- yeah it's Maverick and you don't fall for it. But it was. You don't know until you read it. Right, I mean, a hundred percent. That's how. That's <laughs> how the stories how work. Or it's a Maverick clone. I just mean, like Omega Red. LMD? I just mean maybe that's maybe that's why they're trying to lead us down that path where it's like, oh, it's obviously going to be Maverick because that's part of the story here. And then, like you're saying, maybe it's Winter Soldier going crazy. So here's something. my thing: I thought that Maverick had the legacy virus and was dead. It's been a long time since I read this. I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I could have sworn that there was a whole Wolverine Maverick mini series where um, he was dying, and so he was like on a on a rampage, like crossing all his T's and dotting all his eyes before he died. It's been a while, but I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, yeah I'm gonna read the book again because Wolverine. Cool. Yeah, and I'm already reading Wolverine, so I'm definitely reading the next issue. Um, because I'm a Wolverine fan as well. <laughs> there you go. 
Any final thoughts on any of the books we read, uh, the brewery or the shop? I think that no. this week was a good week for comics. Even the book that yeah. I was complaining about, Avengers 40, isn't bad. I just don't want more of this story. So hopefully in the next issue there will be something there you go. Differentiating it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Well. Well, we appreciate everybody, and hopefully next week we'll have a special guest that we alluded to earlier. Stay tuned.